0: hello hello welcome to the great stories podcast i am ryan weber uh, the creator of all things great stories and the host of the show today Uh, what you have found is a podcast where uh, i sit across the table from uh, another human being that maybe uh, we all know maybe no one knows maybe i just met doesn't matter but we learn all about their life we hear their story uh and we just hear most importantly, just how they have come to know Christ, and what it's looked like in the context of their real life to follow a a real Creator. Uh, These aren't packaged, these aren't rehearsed or scripted, there's no editing, Uh, I barely even talk to people ahead of time about what we're going to talk about, we just sit down and we just have a genuine conversation. The the goal of this thing is that you, the listener, will be sitting there uh, listening to the conversation that we're having as, as if you're sitting on the third side of a table. And it's my hope that through uh, sharing in this way in someone else's journey with their faith that uh, if you are a believer that you'd be encouraged, uh, that maybe you would relate to elements of their story, that you would uh, fall in love with, with the creator of the universe even more uh, through hearing about what he's done in someone else's life. And, and if you don't know the Creator, if you don't know Christ, uh, that, wow, what a, what a powerful way uh, for you to actually find out what he's like than to see the results of what he does in real people's lives. Uh, I think that, uh, man, our generation is starving for real communication. And these, these conversations have been so encouraging to me, and it's my prayer that they're as encouraging to you as they are to us. Uh, so if you hear the show, if you like what you hear, Uh, If you want this thing to keep going, uh, there's a couple ways you can support the show. Just really quickly. The first way is to go on to patreon.com and search for the full name, The Great Stories Podcast. And you can throw a few bucks down this way. I'm I'm trying to upgrade some hardware. I got a third microphone over here now. Uh, Trying to get this thing out on different platforms. There's some cash that has to be spent to make this thing work. I'm not trying to get rich. I, I definitely don't want to turn a profit. That I don't plan on putting back into this thing. Uh, so, if you wanna throw a few bucks down the way, I could do more of these episodes more often. Pretty cool. The second way you can support the show uh, is by sharing it. Uh, if you hear something that's encouraging to you, I guarantee you there's a lot of other people out there who'd be just as encouraged by it. So, uh, you can share it on Facebook or Instagram or just send texts like, hey, check this out, send an episode out that's awesome. And uh, the third way you can support the show is by coming on it. Please come on the show. Uh, For every person that sits across this table, there's a thousand other ones just like you that would be encouraged to hear about your journey with Christ. And I want to have you on. Everybody's interesting. Don't tell yourself you're not. You are. Right? If you're interesting enough for Christ to die for you, you're certainly interesting enough to talk about it. So, come on the show. That's all. That's the business. We did it. Uh, So, today, uh, I've got a great gal on here. Her name's Katie Young. And uh, she's a newlywed to a fella named Matt Young. Uh, I've known them for a couple years now. Went to their wedding just about eight months ago, we found out. Uh, Super cool gal. Really great perspective. Grew up in the church. uh, Spent her time in a little bit of rebellion. Jumped around. Had some just very interesting uh, experiences with a few different churches before landing, of course, at uh, Resonate Church, where I, I know them from. We talked about... Gosh, the education system, uh, dating as teenagers, some church doctrine stuff. We, we, co- we covered all kinds of stuff. Uh, so just hold on tight because <laughs> we're going to get there. Uh, and I hope you're encouraged by this. I hope you enjoy uh, listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Here we go. Uh, what does a normal Monday like look like? Ooh, a normal you? Monday. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wake up at 6, well, see, this is the thing, I set my alarm for 6 o'clock, <laughs> and I really wake up, I really get out of bed at 6.30, and I uh, walk really slowly to the bathroom. <laughs> the old, <laughs> like an old, old lady? I get ready, yeah, like an old lady, <laughs> and uh, I go downstairs, make my coffee, and then I go to work, drive to work. Get to school. I try to get there, like, an hour before school starts. Okay. So that I have enough time to, like, prep all my lessons and whatnot. And then the kids come in at eight ten. Oh, Ooh. actually, no. Um, on Mondays, I get them at 9 o'clock because they have science. They go to science class. Ooh. So I have Monday morning <coughs> prep, which is actually the best prep that you can have because...
0: It's the beginning of the week.
1: It's the beginning of the week. Nice. And it's perfect. So... Yeah, I do, like, all my stuff. I have yard duty. Yard oh. duty is the worst. Oh, my goodness. So I have to, like, yard duty. wave cars in the morning, like, in the car line. I have to, like, oh, gosh. and parents are literally crazy. Like, they honk at each other <laughs> in the line because they want to, I don't know. Because they're busy. Because they're busy, and, you know, they got places <laughs> to go, you know, people to see and whatnot. So, yeah, they're crazy. So. What,
0: what grade do you teach?
1: Sixth grade. Six, that's right. Yeah. So you're doing, oh gosh. That's, 11 and 12 year olds.
0: That's so awkward.
1: I know. They're just. They're so funny do though. Do you feel,
0: do you feel bad for them sometimes? God, well, it's so funny. So... so
1: we just came back from science camp like last Friday. Okay, yeah. And yeah. then this morning, there are like three different boys that all of a sudden have a different voice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: good morning yeah it's like deeper
1: it's so hilarious and i don't really want to say anything because i'm like oh you know they're just like going through it you know they're like growing up living their life trying
0: to figure out who they are
1: exactly why things
0: smell bad when they didn't before well well, yeah that's
1: the other thing is that in sixth grade they just really start to smell and they don't understand they don't (laughs) know the concept of deodorant
0: is that (laughs) is that part of your job is to like break the news to them like hey kind
1: of well listen here johnny Well, my mentor told me like, you know, you should kind of do it just like really lightheartedly, you know, just be like, hey, guys, like, you know, deodorant is a thing. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And then she's like, oh, well, if it really gets, you know, to be an issue, then you should like kind of talk to the student like individually because I know who the students are. Like they walk by.
0: Everyone knows who they are. Yeah. Everybody (laughs) knows
1: except for them. It's just so funny. So, yeah, but it's a good age.
0: We had a a couple middle schoolers with just legendary foot odor.
1: Oh, no. And you... (laughs) It has to be really bad for you to smell their feet. Like... Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, (laughs) well, because you go to, uh, like, with church camps and stuff, especially, like, an outdoorette. If they did that, everyone knows whose foot is funk. Right. Because that... I mean, it's like... You've heard of trench foot, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes i swear the kid's never been to war never been <laughs> in a trench never worn boots but yeah. oh my, oh my gosh people who know know like if yeah. someone's listening they're like i know which kid that is like oh, they know that's
1: it's terrible. crazy
0: what an awkward time i know i feel I like mean. i didn't really stink as a middle schooler but
1: Oh, no, that's good
0: maybe i was that kid that just didn't know that he stunk
1: maybe maybe you're still that kid shoot <laughs> just kidding.
0: yeah no, I'm pretty aware um, when I'm funky. Yeah. I stay away from people. Like, yeah. I fist bump instead yeah. of hug. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, my parents, I mean, my mom gave me, like, deodorant as, like, a gift. So oh, that's was, a you know? message.
0: Hey, I yeah. just thought you might want this. Yeah. You know? Well, I knew, too, you know, because
1: you got, like, hair starting to grow there, and it's uh, like, oh, it's not okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Sixth grade. Yeah, but oh they're gosh. they're a fun bunch. They're funny.
0: What, what school district is this?
1: Fremont. Fremont. Okay, yeah. that's right. I remember. Yeah.
0: How long have you been a teacher?
1: Oh, this is my first year teaching. That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, my first, yeah. This is like my own classroom. Yeah. I did student teach, though, in a sixth grade classroom at Patterson and a okay. first at another school. Yeah.
0: Why not? Right yeah. Yeah, I think I told you. I, I was a, a para-education oh, substitute yeah. at oh, nice. Patterson for a while. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. One of those
0: nice. weird... I, I don't know how that yeah. happened, but yeah, you I did like,
1: Did you help in like the resource or the special ed room? Yeah, or? with
0: the autistic kids. Okay, okay, got yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, the grade yeah. schoolers. Right? That's
1: so hard. I have one student with autism in my class.
0: Are they trying to do the, uh, what do they call it?
1: Mainstreaming. Mainstreaming with um, your school? Yeah, I think in middle school. So right now, six is still considered elementary. Okay. Uh, but next year in middle school, I think they want to try to mainstream it. But my student, he's like pretty high functioning, so... He can handle, like, being with other students most of the time. Sometimes, Does he have, like, so... a
0: one-on-one with him? Or... No, he doesn't. Okay. Yeah. That's really high-functioning. Yeah, functioning. he's really high-functioning.
1: Yeah. I mean, he has his little, like, fits sometimes, but yeah. he's a good kid, and yeah. How fun. Yeah.
0: Well, so we're sitting here uh, in my little house. Yeah. You guys just signed the the legendary door. I know. Uh, it's amazing. When I say you guys, your hubby Matt. Sitting right here,
1: living his best life, probably playing big, word games on his phone.
0: Big old smile. Angry Bird. <laughs> Angry Bird, is that still a thing? Word games. Oh, word, oh, word g- <laughs> games. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like Ruzzle, or I don't know what game it is, but I the can't one do where you have to like make words by swiping. No, as fast as you can. That feels
0: too much like school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like
1: word that. games. They're the only games I'm kind of good at a little.
0: I do. Uh, the only game that I play is Clash Royale. That's what the only is, game.
1: What is that?
0: As you don't know what the, you would teach no. middle school and you don't know what Clash Royale no. Katie, okay. I'm uneducated. You, <laughs> please educate me. I'm not me. gonna tell you, no, you gotta ask pick any boy <laughs> tomorrow. Just what ask is it him,
1: Clash Royale.
0: What's Clash Royale? And they're gonna say <laughs> I know,
1: you know, they're gonna laugh at me. Well, they're teaching me all these like trendy things now, like what a Visco girl is and
0: I don't know what Oh is yeah,
1: that? see exactly. Don't, <laughs>
0: tell me that. So there's don't. this app.
1: There's like this photo editing app. It's called Visco, V S C O, and it used to just be. I mean, it is still used just for photo editing. Okay. But now a a whole persona has been created from this app, and a Visco girl is a girl who like wears scrunchies (laughs) and like carries a hydro flask (laughs) and like wears tie dye shirts and like stuff like that. Visco girl. Yeah. And then and then also they taught me about TikTok. Oh yeah. And the renegade dance. That's a thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I told them to teach me, but they didn't teach me. I'll, I'm waiting for them too. So I, we'll I always say.
0: try to ask our uh, the high schoolers at church to teach me things. Oh yeah. What what I like to do is is get something that like they don't think I should because apparently I'm old now. I didn't realize oh, no. that. But yeah, 37 is ancient for them. <laughs> so when I tell them, oh yeah, I got a TikTok, they're like, what? Oh my god, you have a TikTok?
1: That's so funny. Well, they think like, that yeah. I'm old too. Like
0: you're a grown up. We're all well. Old.
1: It's funny during science camp, the high school kids were counselors. And they were like, oh my gosh, you're 25. You look like you're like 16.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I hate my life. <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, it's so uh, I've been doing this for a little while now. It's been, I think, three months since I've done an interview. Oh, wow. It's been so busy. Oh, it's, my goodness. It's been just like... Since the church moved, really. Yeah. Like, it's just been one thing after another. You
1: just kind of had to take a break? Had to take a break. Okay.
0: But so, yeah, you're kind of breaking it back in.
1: I know. I love it. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Matt, I think he's listened to everything. And he told me a long time ago, he's like, oh, you got to talk to Kate. Oh, my gosh. I know. I think she's got a great, she can tell you so many things. And so when I was like, (laughs) all right, right, I'm going to start scheduling people again. Yeah. I was like, you think she still wants to do it? well it's
1: so funny because i was like reluctant i was like oh i don't have anything to say i think that's kind of like the temptation is to think like oh i don't have a story i don't have anything to say yeah uh and so i was like so reluctant and then you asked again (laughs) okay like for a while i was like oh i'm off the hook i don't gotta go i don't gotta record this thing i've
0: got a list actually (laughs) oh man yeah yeah, so then
1: and then he asked me and then the same day i was like okay when he asked me again I was like oh like I'll think about it and that same day we saw you at the gym oh that's right and I was like oh my gosh (laughs) this could be a sign from God Uh,
0: (laughs) that's awesome
1: yeah so funny yeah I've never done anything like this before but
0: that's okay you know what I I don't I haven't interviewed really anybody but like one or two people that have
1: oh okay yeah Um, I mean it's normal other than the fact that I have a mic and a headset yeah
0: you'll forget they're there yeah, it's funny. It's funny, and it, the cool thing is that everyone thinks, "Oh, I don't have a story, or yeah. I'm not that interesting." Yeah. but like it's like I told you, there's a th- thousands of people who are like you exactly you. Mm-hmm. School teachers, whatever, similar mm-hmm. stories. There's yeah. elements of your life that anybody listening could be like, "Oh, wow, she just like right," me.
1: and they could relate to it, and so maybe yeah. it's
0: maybe yeah, it's not interesting to like ninety eight percent of humans, right? But for those two, like. This girl, she's saying everything that I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, that's you. It's right. perfect.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's sure. interesting to someone. I guess so.
0: Yeah, you're interesting to him.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. He says I'm interesting. So, so that's yeah. why he married me. So. Yeah. Cool.
0: He thought you were all right.
1: I guess. <laughs> how
0: long how long have you guys been married? You're coming up on a, um, a year soon enough, right?
1: No. Well, uh, like s- eight months eight next months. month. And eight months in March. It'll be eight months in March. Wow. Yeah. Actually, it kind of went by fast. Now that I say eight months, that sounds closer to a year than not a year.
0: Does it feel <laughs> new or?
1: Kind of. It still feels a little new.
0: What's one thing you've yeah. learned about him that you weren't expecting?
1: Um, nothing, I don't know if I wasn't expecting this. Nothing but creepy
0: though. Like weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he just stares at me <laughs> while I sleep. <laughs> just kidding.
0: You wake up and he's breathing. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Oh
1: gosh Um, Well he does leave his socks everywhere Oh yeah Like literally everywhere Like you will know the first place that he went to When he came home (laughs) By where his socks are Yeah, Like oh the first place he went to was On that chair at the dining table Because his socks are right there
0: (laughs) I feel like if if you ever got kidnapped it would be easy to find (laughs) you Totally just 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 follow the socks
1: Exactly follow the socks yeah But you know I just like Uh, I've just dealt with it. I just pick them up now. I used to, you know, take the time and be like, can you please pick your socks up? But it just takes too much time. Wow. And it just causes an unnecessary conversation. And I'm just like, whatever. I just pick them up. and Put them in the hamper. Yeah. Wow. Or sometimes I just uh, leave them there. Oh, dang. That's like
0: veteran mm. wife stuff right uh, there. Normally Eight you have to, months going strong. I know. Normally you got to fight about it for five years before <laughs> yeah. you, you know. like totally. That's it. If I find one more sock, you're out of here. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is you have
1: to like pick your battles, right? You have to decide like what's really important and yeah. what's not. Yeah. It's not really important. If I just pick it up, I'm happy. That's true. And he's happy. And then, <laughs> well, the other issue is, well, he leaves his clothes, generally his clothes everywhere. Right. And I don't know if they're clean or not clean. So, I just put them in the hamper, but then he'll be like, oh, they were still clean. And I'll be like, well.
0: Well, uh, it's I, your what I've found is that Guy's definition of clean might be different than That's yours.
1: I just kind of smell it a little. Okay. And if it's it... got a stench, I'm like, bye. <laughs> <And laughs> in the laundry test. basket. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, they say you can get four days out of a good pair of underwear. Oh, God. You
1: <laughs> he just started it inside out. And... <laughs> yeah.
0: Inside, outside, front, and back. That's it. No. <laughs> the
1: worst
0: okay well maybe oh, that I'm still single so that probably okay. has something yeah to do it'll with it. change you know, darn I hope it. maybe <laughs> I should change that before yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'll, I'll put that on the list of uh, yeah. projects self improvement yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 for sure I'll put that on my dating profile
1: okay Yeah.
0: I change my <laughs> undergarments daily
1: daily yeah
0: daily at least
1: daily <laughs> at least daily exactly
0: so Perfect. Katie take me yes let me learn some more about you yeah so take, take me back and, and like Let's just rewind the tape on you. Okay. Um start with like where, where were you born? Like okay. how how did how did you come to exist as, yeah. as um,
1: you were? I was born in Fremont. So I was here my whole life pretty much. Native. Yeah, native. Wow. I didn't appreciate it as much though back then, but I think I appreciate it a lot more now. But um Um my parents are my mom's Filipino, my dad's Indian. Okay. Yeah, so I was born to Kind of multicultural family. So which no one is knows cool. what you are, then, right? Yeah, yeah. they're like, "What are you?" <laughs> well, when I was young, I looked more Filipino. Now that I'm older, people are like, "Oh, I only see Indian." Well, really, it really depends on your background, actually. Like, if people were have grown up around more Indian people, then they would see the Indian in me. If they've huh. been around more Filipino people, they'll see the Filipino in me. Yeah.
0: How did your parents like get together? Because yeah, that's so such an odd, I know like combo. I it is. You know.
1: They met through this like. Pen pal thing, like this international like letter writing program thing. Whoa. Yeah. Like, then,
0: wasn't there a movie like that?
1: Probably, I would like, not doubt it.
0: With a mailbox and.
1: Oh yeah, <sighs> I don't know.
0: That's it, Lake House. Oh, that's the one where they, they put the letter in the mail and they oh, traveled yes. through time yes, and they fell yes. in love. Yes. Uh, yeah. But anyway, In this sorry. case, is
1: the same time. Okay, so. same time. Yeah, same time. Wow. Yeah. So my dad was in the U.S. already. And then okay. my mom was in the Philippines still. Okay. Yeah. And then wow. they were at letters to each other. And they were at letters for like two years.
2: Whoa. And they
1: didn't meet each other face-to-face until like either their wedding day or a few days before. Get out of here. I know. What? Yeah. It's crazy. That's
0: the most romantic stinking I know, thing ever. Wow. And my
1: mom's like, Yeah, I still have the letters. I'm like, Can I Oh see my that? gosh. I know. She keeps them in some box, I don't know. But That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. And then they had my brother. My brother and I are eight years apart. Almost oh. eight years apart. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So he was actually the surprise. I was the planned one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um So yeah. you were
0: a, a nanny then when yeah. you were younger.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh yeah, so grew up in Fremont my whole life. I went to a private Christian school, preschool all the way through eighth grade, which is how Matt and I met each other. Which school is that? Christian Community School. Well, now it's called Kimber Hills Academy. Oh,
0: yes. Yeah,
1: the church that's, or that's the one that's so connected funny. to Fremont Community Church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's yeah. Uh, Angela Yee. Uh, she's like one of the first people, I I guess. Well,
1: you know, that's how I know Angela Yee is through Fremont Community Church. So you knew her when she was Yeah, I knew her before. So she knew me when I was like a young little child. Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh, I bet that makes her feel so old. Don't tell her that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's not going to like that. (sighs)
1: Sorry, Angela, if you're listening. (laughs) She will. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so went there, preschool to eighth grade, private Christian school. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I was, I think I was like pretty sheltered, I would say, because when I went into uh, high school, it was a public school, Washington. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, I w- it was just culture shock. Cause <laughs> what is this? At Christian Community <laughs> <laughs> School, we were a class of 28 people. Oh, like gosh. that's it yeah everybody knew each other everybody knew each other's business all the For teachers years. knew each other yes yeah since so kindergarten yeah. so kindergarten
0: to yeah. eighth grade preschool
1: some of us preschool
0: preschool to eighth grade
1: Yeah. wow and then yeah.
0: the 12, and then, of, 12 of you go off into the <laughs> yeah. the brave world yeah
1: and then we just go and then oh i went to washington and then i meet all these different people who are just like oh well, so funny the first day of school all the kids are like cussing and i'm like mom. All these kids are cussing. I can't handle this. Oh, no. <laughs> like, Mom, why did you make me go here? Why? So it's just so funny. I just Sinful think back. People. I know. It's like, why? My ears. I can't oh. handle it. Uh but yeah, it was so funny. But I mean I, I I had a good high school experience, I think. I was like pretty involved, played volleyball, uh, did like performing arts club, was in theater. Okay. Did like student government, um, stuff like that.
0: Right on. Yeah, so, so it was fun. You were raised. In the church? Then. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. So that, that it, your parents are even more confusing now.
1: <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah, I so. know. Well, okay, yeah, so this it's funny. So my well, my mom and dad are writing to each other. My mom okay. told him, like, hey, like, if you're not a Christian, like, I'm not going to marry you. And my dad was like, all right, so then he became a Christian. <laughs> really? Just like Yeah, that? I know. Isn't that funny? Whoa. Um, okay. So my mom became a Christian in college because... Uh, In the Philippines, people are typically Catholic. Yeah. Right. Um, But her sister became a Christian. And so then her sister shared the gospel with my mom, and then my mom became a Christian in college. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. Wow. And then they started going to Fremont Community Church in Fremont when they got married. So. The church yeah, is still there. They're, it
0: is. I think they're remodeling the school or something. I think There's something going so. on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They plugged up the hallways. I
1: think, I know, yeah. Well, <laughs> they're like renting it out right now to another like charter school. Oh. Yeah. I think they had plans to maybe um, like start the school again, but yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Or
0: they're like taking a couple years off. Yeah, but my a-
1: parents still attend the church.
0: Oh, they still go there.
1: Yeah, they've been there for so long.
0: So how how far did you stick with the uh, FC? Like take me okay, so you went to Washington High School. Yes. Volleyball. Yeah. Theater.
1: Yeah. So I did I went to Fremont Community Church like yeah. growing up my whole life. So
0: okay.
1: um I started getting involved with like the youth ministry, like my in middle school. So I technically like accepted Christ uh like well, tech, when I get real technical, yeah. I accepted Christ when I was, like, six years old. Okay. Like, I remember, like, I think it was Mrs. Blake. It was, like, during chapel one day, because in private school and private Christian school, you have chapel every Wednesday. And then they come <laughs> up, and they, like, share the gospel, and they're like, if you want to accept Jesus into your heart, then you just have to pray this prayer. <laughs> That's how
0: I say it on Sundays, <laughs> yeah, just like that.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and so then I went home. So I was a very shy kid. So okay. like. Usually, they would, like, invite the little kids to, like, come up and, like, they'd pray. Like, the teachers would pray with the kids. Right. But I was so shy. So, I was like, no, I'm going to go home and do it by myself.
0: So, you waited. I'll pray when I get home. Yeah. I was like,
1: I'm going to do it when I get home. And so, I go. And I sit on the edge of my parents' bed. And I'm like, dear God, like, I believe in you, Jesus. Please come into my heart. And that's it. Wow. And so, yeah, that's six years old. And I was like, okay, well that's it. (laughs) And then then once I started kind of going to Sunday school and all that, I like got baptized in fourth grade. I like took this baptism class and whatnot and memorized these verses. And I think I had like a very like basic understanding of who Jesus was. Like I understood sin um, and the implications of that and all that. I think I understood that. um, But I didn't like really take it seriously, seriously until like high school, I would say. So that's when I started getting involved uh, with youth ministry. So I started volunteering, um, as a high schooler for middle school.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and started, you know, getting to teach others about Jesus. And when you're like the one teaching it, you're kind of learning too, you know,
0: best way to learn something is to teach it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And so, and then I was like kind of being discipled by my youth pastors at the time and they were like really poured into me. Um, yeah. And, and then I stayed with FCC all the way until like college when I went to San Jose state.
0: Wow. Yeah, let's go back to grade school for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we just had a, a big round of baptisms. Yeah, at, at our church, and it was I very emotional. We we dunked the most people ever. I know it's like crazy. Fifty people, I think. Yeah, fifty four. I think was the total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The water was so dirty. Ugh. Um And <laughs> was it like murky? Like it, looked murky like, it, it looked like it looked like like a Starbucks like blonde roast by then. Yeah, no, it was bad. Yeah, I don't know what people were doing must have been um, jumping jacks oh, or something before they probably. got in Probably, But uh, we, what was I going to say? Darn it. Oh, we, we had a class mm-hmm. beforehand for the mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And we're, I honestly am, am sort of on the fence, kind of conflicted about it. Because mm-hmm. um, I think there are kids mm-hmm. who, who, like, they genuinely get the gospel. Mm-hmm. They understand, okay, God is real. Jesus is real. Sin, like sin needs to be punished. Jesus right. came. He took the punishment. Mm-hmm. So he, I don't have to take it because right. of that. I'm perfect to him and I go to heaven. Yeah. Like they get that whole thing. Right. And they say, yeah, I want to get baptized. Yeah. And gosh, it's so hard to like question that. Right. But I, I'm i in a, a strange position where I have to. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's weird. Totally. Um I
1: mean, they're like kids, right? Yeah. And like Unsure. And, right. Yeah.
0: Because what I've found is that, like, you know, kids' parents or, or me, like, really, like, if you're influential in a kid's life, mm-hmm. you can, I can get them to say anything. Right. And I can get them to agree everything's totally. real. You know, I could get them to agree that unicorns are real. Right. And that I've got one in my backyard. Yeah, and if you yeah. feed it carrots, it like craps rainbows. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I could teach them anything I that's want. True. And, and so that's always like the real, the real tricky thing is mm-hmm. to, like, how do I know if, if this is legit? Right. Yeah. You know, cause, cause what we don't want is for a kid to get baptized. Mm-hmm. And then in high school, they're like, uh, I don't know if that was real. Right. Like maybe I should get baptized again.
1: Right. And, and then they, it's just like a cycle. Kind and of. then
0: in college they do it again.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, so it's like,
1: yeah,
0: we're just trying to get, we just want to get one good one.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I'm always, I encourage parents like, Hey, if, if you feel like like you have to convince them or mm-hmm. they're just telling you what you want to hear. Right. Don't do it.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Don't do it. Wait, yeah. let them, let them, I know people that wait until they're 15, 16 mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. grew up in the church.
1: Mm-hmm. It's fine.
0: Take your time. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. I think it, it's an important decision. Yeah. And for like a kid to be like, if they're really, really young. Yeah. That could be kind of iffy. And we had a, question it.
0: a couple of middle schoolers. Yeah. Do it yesterday, one yeah. freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's pretty good,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. What
0: was it for you? Because you say, in kind of in high school, mm-hmm. that you started to really get it. Mm-hmm. What do you think it was? Because you mm-hmm. said you're being mentored and, and the yeah. youth pastors, but what, like, I don't know if you can even yeah, put I don't words even know to this, but I, like, what was it that really me. like settled in on you? Like, how did how I did think get a hold it of you?
1: was. Just like my youth pastors like example of love uh. and how they were just so like sacrificial um, I like in high school. I like dated this guy and it went south It's like a really long story, but they were like there for me through it mm. through the whole thing Even though I had sinned and done wrong things uh, They like really loved me and pursued me and like made sure I knew it was because Jesus had done that for them you know um, so yeah, I think it was just their example pretty much. Yeah.
0: So there's a, a handful of high schoolers that listen to this. Oh, if you, hey guys. <laughs> if you were to give them some, like from, from your, mm. your distant memory mm-hmm. way back mm-hmm. when you were young.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know.
0: The whole dating in high school thing oh, comes yeah. up all the time. Oh yeah. All the time. Yes. And, uh, I think we have to be careful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because a lot of time the message they hear is "don't
1: date." Oh uh. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But like, what what's your kind of take on that? I'm curious because yeah. you work with sixth graders and right. you had you had this experience. I don't know how much you want right. to elaborate. But... I mean,
1: it's hard because so you always have to kind of go back to the Bible, right? And the Bible doesn't like dating is not a thing, you know. It's not so in there. right, nope. exactly. So it's hard to like put parameters around something that's not like black and white stated in the Bible, right? Right. Um, but I think if you go from, like, the perspective of, like, okay, you're dating, like, dating, I mean, in my opinion, should be a tool, like, for marriage, right? right? We date, like, to get married. Um, so just thinking of it from that perspective, I mean, if you were to ask me if I think a sixth grader should date, I would definitely say no.
2: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, there are so many issues, right, that come up when you're, like, dating Like, not even just dating young, but just dating. Like, guarding your heart, right? Like, making sure that you're, uh, like, honoring God, honoring your body, honoring each other, right? Like, if you think, like, you can do those things, right? Um, Then, I mean... And, I mean, I think it also comes down to, like, being in community. Like, I don't think you should date isolated. Like, I wouldn't... I mean, high school is, like, interesting. I dated in high school. From my own experience, I think... I wouldn't do that. Like for mm. myself, I wouldn't date in high school. But I mean, I've heard stories of people dating um, in high school and they end up getting married, which is Happily cool. Ever have, that's right. rare. So yeah, rare. But it's like rare. Right. Yeah. Um, But and I, I'm not going to sit here and say like we don't date in high school. But I think if you're going to like, uh, I mean, honor your parents. Right. If you have parents mm. in your life right. that, that care about those things. Right. Honor your parents. Um, and if their wishes are that you don't, I mean, you should honor that, but, um, date in community is what I would say. Like like have people keeping you accountable. Right. Um, don't like isolate yourself. Don't like push your friends away. Um, and yeah, make sure that you have the right heart going into it. Like don't just date just for fun. Right. Um, yeah.
0: Well said. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it seems like there's like this this weird panic mm-hmm. in high schoolers that's like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I'm not lovable oh, yeah. unless someone loves me. And right. then they just like, I got to do whatever I got to yeah, do yeah, yeah. to get this thing buttoned down. Right. And I think that was my
1: <laughs> issue for sure. And that's why I struggled so much like throughout yeah. my life with just dating and love and all that because I was trying to like gain my worth from other people. Yeah. And it just wasn't healthy. Like, I right. wanted people to, like, I mean, I still struggle with this. Like, I want people to like me, right? But I right. wanted to, like, feel, like, deeply loved and deeply known. Yeah. And I think people want to feel that from other people, but you really can only get that from Jesus, right? Hey, so, man. yeah, it's hard. True. True. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I don't think you're, you're never really over it completely. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, there, yeah. there's always a part of you that's, like, constantly measuring yourself based right. on. Everybody else. What do they think? What do I yeah. do? I wish I was more like him or her. Right. Yeah. So yeah. That yeah, that yeah. comparison thing just eats them up.
1: Totally. Hard. It's So hard. Yeah. For sure.
0: So take us oh. into uh, college then. Ugh, college. You said uh, San Jose. San
2: Jose State. State. State? Woo. Spartans. Woo. Nice. Just kidding. I have no <laughs> school spirit.
0: <but>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drove by their stadium today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We, we have a machinery yard because it, oh, it, okay. their stadium's in a weird spot
1: yeah it's kind so, of like random just in the
0: industrial area. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it's weird <laughs>
1: yeah um yeah so i well senior year or junior year, or senior year i can't remember i applied to azusa pacific actually okay but my parents were like no we want you to stay close by and i was like all right yeah. so um, my brother went to san jose state so i think they kind of expected me to also go to san jose state and i was like okay that's fine you know to state school i think I mean, even now, I mean, especially now, like people kind of in, in high school, like judge you for what school you go to, you Oh know, yeah. know, what college you go to, that's whatever, huge, whatever, Yeah, and for so, sure. you know, people are going to all these UCs and like Ivy Leagues and whatever. And I was like, well, it's fine. You know, and nowadays yeah. I tell like college students or high school students, like it really doesn't matter where you go as long as you just, you know, get your degree if that's what you want to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: well, and get a degree you're going to use. Right. They, <laughs> they, they, they go into this massive debt. I know. Crazy for some, like, degree and then it's like...
1: I know. What are you, you going to do with that? Exactly. Oh, yeah,
0: I got, a like, a film studies yeah. degree. I
1: know. <laughs> I know. No. Well, see, that's the thing is these days, like, our, like, millennial generation, like, it's all about following your heart and, like, doing what, like, <laughs> makes you feel happy. Which, which I don't, like, I'm not totally uh, against that. Like, I think you should do something you like. Yeah. But, <clears throat> like... We live in this day and age where kids know that YouTubers can make millions of dollars a year. Yes. And they want to be a YouTuber because that's their (laughs) passion and they want to do it and whatever, whatever, whatever.
0: Right. They want to be PewDiePie. PewDiePie.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. But anyway.
0: Is he still a thing?
1: I think so. My kids talk about him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't don't know. He got a bad
0: bad rap a couple (laughs) years ago for some things. Probably.
1: Those YouTubers. But yeah. (laughs) Um... But yeah, so I was like, I'm fine with going there. You know, I'm going to discover like what I want to do and whatnot.
0: Yeah. What did you study?
1: I studied child development, actually. All right. Um, and well, when I got admitted, I was originally going to do, um, my parents wanted me to do occupational therapy. Um, but then okay. when I got admitted, they had cut the undergrad program. And so there was only a master's. So you had to go through undergrad and do any, any major and mm. then apply to go to the OT program. I was like, okay. And then they so, suggested getting like some sort of health science major or whatever. So then I was like, okay, a lot of people are doing child development because I know I'll want to work with kids eventually. Yeah. And so I did that. And then as I was in the major, a lot of my um, peers were like going into teaching. And then everyone was saying like, oh, yeah, this is like a really good time to go into teaching, mm. um, blah, 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 because there's like a teacher shortage, which is there really? I don't know. <laughs> it's another story. But um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, in, so then in I, Fremont, uh, I know. Well, there's yeah, a space I don't
0: know. shortage, yeah, school shortage, teacher yeah. shortage, yeah, everything common sense shortage. shortage. I know
1: exactly. Um, but yeah, so I got my degree in child and adolescent development, and then I got my master's later and got my teaching credential too from right. San Jose State as well. All so. from there, yeah. Did
0: you live at home through that time?
1: I didn't, I actually lived in the dorm, so my freshman year. I lived in the dorms, and uh, that was fun. What year I What year Google? would that have been? Just curious. 2000. So I graduated high school in 12. So it was 12 to 13 was my freshman year of college. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, wow,
0: that, I feel like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something about- It seems about-
1: like a long time ago, though, now that it's 2020- it because does. when I when I when I used to think of 2012, I'd be like, "Oh, that was like 3 years ago, 2 years Ugh. ago." Yeah. And I was like 8 years ago.
0: 2012. I know. So, here here's a little mind freak for you. Yes. My 20-year high school graduation like mm-hmm. uh, reunion. Yes. is in June.
1: No way. Yeah.
0: That's oh. stupid.
1: <laughs> Are you going to go?
0: I haven't even thought about it till just now. Okay. Dang it.
1: Wait, where did you go to high school?
0: Uh, Sarah High School in San Mateo. Oh, okay, okay. Class of 2000.
1: Okay. Wow. Nice. I don't like this anymore. (laughs) All
0: right, you guys can go. I'm going to turn the lights off and (laughs) listen to some depressing music or something. yeah. Shoot.
1: Oh, gosh. (sighs) College. But, yeah, I lived in the dorm, so that was kind of fun. Yeah. It was hard, though, because I had gone into college, like, wanting to look for, like, a fellowship. Okay. Um... And I had this friend, and I kept asking her, like, let's go find a ministry. And I never wanted to go alone. You know, I don't want to do things alone. Hmm. But she always, like, wasn't able to make it somehow. And so I ended up just, like, never going. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah. And then um, I had some friends uh, that lived on the same floor as me. They weren't Christians. They were kind of into the whole, like, party scene and that okay. sort of thing.
0: Right. That's what um, I was going to comment yeah. on. Yeah. So, I, I worked on an ambulance in San Jose. Mm, uh, in like, oh eight, nine, and ten. Okay. And so we spent a lot of nights.
1: Oh yeah, I bet.
0: Fishing, drunk kids out yeah. of the dorms, probably right, know. right where you were at. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I know that's, those dorms. <laughs> that's
1: what people look forward to, right?
0: That's the college experience, <laughs> it is. right? Yes, yeah. let's go. My mom and dad and pay <laughs> pay for me to go get.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's what they want to do. Like it's like finally they have some freedom and they can like go Ugh. out and do whatever they want. Gosh. Um. But yeah, so then I wasn't going to ministry. I like kind of stopped going to FCC. I was going like maybe every other week or like once a month or like not as consistently. And so I didn't right. really have community. Um. And then these friends, like <clears throat> they always wanted to go out and they would ask me like, hey, do you, like come out with us? But I was like, "Nah, guys, like it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um. And they would keep asking me and then slowly they kind of stopped just asking. Hmm. And I was like oh, you know, like, I just want to, like, have friends, you know? I think, yeah. like, at that age especially, like, you just want friends. You just want people to, like, hang out with. You want people yeah. to, like, call your people, right? And I wasn't getting that. And so slowly I started, like, getting into that scene and, like, um, drinking, having sex, like, the whole, like, party scene. Mm. Um, And it just, like, wasn't healthy. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so... um randomly so this was going on for like a few months maybe um and then but i was, it was the funny thing was i was still going to church I oh was yeah still like going
0: this is the it's the classic yeah. raised in church but totally. exploded in college kind of yeah, thing right exactly whatever, this is what all the parents yes. are like <gasps> <I don't know.
1: laughs> no yeah <laughs> and so then um i was still going to church um still like putting on a face you know everything is okay and at that point it like I think back and I'm like, oh, why did I think this? I even thought, like, okay, God, like, I know that these things are wrong, Mm. but I know that you'll, like, forgive me.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: And it was totally, like, that, like, Paul moment where Paul's like, don't take advantage of the grace that Jesus gives us, blah, 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 right? Yeah. But I was totally doing that. And I totally knew I was doing it. But it's, like, that sinful part of you that just – overtakes you you know Mm. like you just can't get away from it like Interesting. and so i was like god like i'm just gonna this is like just let me do this just i've been a good kid my whole life you know (laughs) (laughs) like i've done the things i've lived the life you know i yeah um and so i was like just for this time like let me do this um and then yeah so still going to church and then randomly this random day um I like the night before had like just gone to a party and all this stuff <laughs> and then I was going to church the next day. And then like randomly, like this song I was listening to Caleb, Love. Shout nice. out to Caleb Love. Yeah. <laughs> and the song comes on and it just convicted me. And then okay, this is so funny, but it randomly starts raining, okay? And it was just the mood. And the song comes on and I just felt like God saying like in my heart, like, mm. Katie, what are you doing? Like mm. what are you doing? And I was just crying, you know, just like this whole emotional moment.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: yeah, and I, I just felt like God was just like kind of bringing me back to Himself in that moment, and so then, um, yeah, I went to church. I told my pastor about it, and he prayed so this, for me. Okay, this didn't yeah. happen
0: at church. You're. Some, I was where- like
1: driving to church. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, like, God just like
0: reached into the car and just went, Hey, I know, yeah, I know, wow,
1: exactly. And it's, it was just like a question that I felt like, What are you doing? Yeah, because I just like felt the hypocrisy, you know, of like going out and sinning and then going to church, acting like everything's okay and that I'm fine, and like, Oh, Jesus will forgive me, you know.
0: This reminds me of the the story of the first sin Mm. in the garden remember they totally. so they eat the thing they yeah and then they're hiding mm-hmm.
1: yeah 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 and Hiding exactly jesus
0: walking in the garden and he says mm-hmm. where are you
1: mm-hmm. yeah exactly and
0: that that's like the question like what are you doing yeah exactly. it's not like he needs to know like, right hey, he already hey, knows i'm just checking in what are you doing yeah it's more no. so
1: the question is for you yeah right yeah, yeah exactly so
0: Ooh. yeah, Okay. so you and told then, you told your pastor about yeah, what's up. And then, and...
1: Yeah. And then we just worked through those things. It was like, I think that was in the, it was the summer before my sophomore year of college. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, I had planned to live with the girls, the friends that I'd made, right. um, that year. And I just felt like God was saying like, maybe not, yeah, maybe not, mm. maybe not a good idea. Right. And so I was like, okay, like if I'm really going to go all in with this, like I I need to just kind of like let go of those friendships mm. uh, that I know aren't going to like serve me, you know, especially with the state that I'm in. Not to say that I can't have friends that are not Christian, right? right. That's a totally different thing. Yeah. yeah. But just for myself in that season, I felt like I couldn't have that temptation there, right? Um, And so I told them, I was like, hey guys, like I'm – Kind of going through some stuff. I think that it'd be best if I just lived somewhere else. And at that point, I like didn't know who or where where I was gonna like live or anything. I mean, um, yeah, like I could have lived with my parents, but they were like at that point they were already renting my not renting my room, but my uncle was living in my room. And yeah, but anyway, there's a time. Yeah, you gotta gotta go. We gotta (laughs) get out.
0: Yeah.
1: And so, (laughs) um, that the year my freshman year, I was part of this Filipino club, Akbayan. And I knew this girl. What's it called? Akbayan. It means like friendship.
0: You have to say it with a, a more legit like... Ak- Akbayan. There you go. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's wrong if I do it. I know. But oh, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fine if I do
1: it, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I uh, had known of a Christian girl there. Okay. I didn't really know her, know her. I just knew of her. And I was like, oh, maybe she has like a network of like Christian friends that she could like kind of hook me up with, you know, that are looking for like a roommate. Then I messaged her on Facebook and then I was like, hey, I know you don't know me, but <laughs> uh-uh. and then I just told her the situation and then she was res- I didn't think she was going to respond, actually, because I don't know. And like three minutes later, she was like, hey, actually, I need a roommate. And I was like, oh, shoot. I'm perfect, Yeah. And then I, I felt like God like really provided for me in that moment, you know? Yeah. And I was like, cool. And so then through her, I started going to this uh, campus ministry called Ignite. OK. Yeah. It's like a. Um, Every other a...
0: ministry in the world is named ignite. I know, you know right? that. Yeah, 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 for... yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ignite. I uh, know. Yeah, That's so cool. I started going there. All right. And I think it was good. Yeah. Um, it was good for my season, I think. So yeah. I've I've had uh. Two very opposite church experiences. This hmm. one was I was part of a um. Well, I guess three now. But um, this church was a charismatic church. Okay. So it was like speaking in tongues, prophesying, all that kind of stuff. Um, mm. And, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Did, did,
0: you, did you get in on that sauce? I did. Sauce? Uh, I
1: did. Okay, okay. So it was very interesting. I don't know if it, like, to this day, I can't say if it was real or not. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't know.
0: Interesting. It's
1: yeah. like a big topic, you know. It is.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I don't think we, we need to plumb the depths of I know. Uh, of that. But, yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day, like, God says, like, yeah, there's spiritual gifts. And I right. give them. Speaking in tongues, you know, right. is one mm-hmm. of them. Interpreting mm-hmm. them is another one. Like, mm-hmm. so we can't say these things aren't real.
1: Right, right. Exactly, yeah. I but mean, I, there's I think... issues of, like, oh, does it does God still do that today? Right. You know, was that just for that time? You know, yeah, so I think
0: I think he does. Yeah, but I think it's far less mm-hmm.
1: uh, frequent, or... frequent,
0: often public or or right. dramatic, right, right, as it's made to be. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I I I for sure don't think it's one of those like you're not a Christian unless you right. say flibble double, you know, every time. <laughs> right, exactly. Like,
1: and um, it was interesting because that was kind of their focus.
2: Yeah, um yeah.
1: was like spiritual gifts. Right. Um, and that's kind of how they like served the campus was like oh they would go and like I mean they would tell me stories of like oh like we went and we prayed for healing over the sky and his like foot was magically healed or like we like like had a word like that's their like phrase like oh I have a word for you oh, and, like yeah, they pray that. Yeah. yeah love it and um they'd be like <laughs> oh like I see this sun in the sky with the plants and I don't know <laughs> like random stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm picking up on what your what your feelings yeah, I mean, are about all this. Yeah, yeah I mean like uh, it just cuz I mean yeah. for myself I just felt like it was so forced a lot of the times. Yeah. yeah. And I think that like <clears throat> It made like when other people would do it, I'd be like, "Wow, it's like so nat like it's seemingly so natural for them. Right? Like, how come I don't have that? How come I can't just like prophesy over somebody? Right. You know what I mean? Right? And I don't think they they want you to feel that way, or they tried to make me feel like I was less than because I didn't like have the gift or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um. But that's just how I felt. Interesting. uh, Because that was such the focus. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily like, like the gospel was almost secondary to these spiritual gifts.
0: Yeah. That's when, you know, it's starting to become an issue. Exactly. It's like, we're all about this thing. Right. We don't really talk about grace and mercy. and substitution, yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And well, that was the other thing too, is like, it was almost, it was like grace, grace, grace to the point where there was no sanctification talked about. Ah. You know, like it was like, it was kind of like my thinking, like before I started going to this was like, oh, like Jesus forgives you. And then it ends right. there, right. you know, there's no like real transformation or heart change or action or whatever, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. like, okay, Jesus forgives you. Like now let's just speak in tongues, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So there was that. Um.
0: You know, I was part of a young yeah. adults group one time and mm. uh, we would, we would pray before our meetings and stuff. Yeah. And there was a couple of folks in there that, that were tongue speakers. Mm. And i we you know, we okay, let's all pray. All right. And then somebody start praying and sure enough. Yeah. You know, that they would while other people are talking yeah. to God. Yeah. And I think genuinely praying, I'm hearing this
1: Shabbat yeah, 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 yeah,
0: Kadesh. Yeah. They love saying Kedesh. Yeah. Did you notice that? Or Shaba. Shaba Shaba kedesh Kadesh. That doesn't even mean
1: anything. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah.
0: Like, I just it was everything in me not to go like, hey, hey. Shut up. <laughs> Shut I'm trying. Up. I'm Shut trying up. to pray here. I'm talking to God. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally. Bible says if there's no one to translate, be quiet. I you know. remember that part? That's what See, it that, says. that's the
1: thing too. Is like this church. I think this is this, this is my my takeaway from this is that like going there was it was good for me in that season because hmm. I needed to know that like God was real, right? You know, and uh, and I think that that kind of like people's stories and just how passionate they were about God like really showed me that. Yeah, um, that is one thing so, I do
0: admire about that. It's right. just the the enthusiasm, mm-hmm. even though it might be a little over dramatized. Yeah. you know, little days of our lives there. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's still like there's yeah. an energy, there's an right. excitement, and, enthusiasm. and I'm
1: and I'm not gonna sit here and say peop- like it was fake. You know, like people yeah. genuinely loved God. Yeah, even if like things that they may have practiced may not have been biblical. Right. Right. Like I know they love God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a yeah. question
0: I got at the the camp we just went mm. to. We did an open questions thing, and some mm. of the uh, high schoolers were asking like, "Okay, so how wrong can you be, mm. but still be saved?" <laughs> mm. That's a good question. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, dang it!" <laughs> like yeah. how old are you high yet?
1: schoolers? Yeah, wow. Yeah.
0: And so that that's in that kind yeah, of zone. Yeah, see, that's so interesting. It's like, right yeah, yeah. I, I think you can do all kinds of kind of weird crap. Yeah. But still be. Saved, Saved. yeah. Maybe just, maybe less fruitful because you're busy focusing on this other thing Mm. instead of, you know. That's true. The redemptive process. Right, exactly.
1: And then the other thing was like the pastor. This was after like maybe a year of me being there that um, started to notice that the pastor like wouldn't really preach from the Bible. Oh, <laughs> like it's
0: a good advice like preacher.
1: Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's exactly yeah. how I phrase it when I tell people is he just <laughs> like gives like good advice or like right. life lessons type of sermons without really referring to the Bible. And then there was one time where he like went up on stage and was like, the Lord did not speak to me last night, so I'm here with nothing. And then he just started talking about random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? Okay,
0: uh, I don't well, know. could you imagine if uh, if RK Kwan <laughs> pulled I that one? Know. Hey, everyone, uh, just people, not really feeling it today. People
1: would boo. <laughs> oh my gosh." Throw him off the stage.
0: I'd like to see him try it just to <sighs> mess oh with everybody. Gosh. He's like, I, got, I don't have anything today. I, I thought I did. And uh,
1: uh, I can imagine him using that as an illustration, though. Yeah.
0: You know what he would do is just open up the book and just right. preach out of some... The guy's got a, <laughs> a thousand sermons written in his right. head at yeah, any yeah, moment. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true.
1: true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he just... He would do that. And yeah. then he, like, left because he wanted to start his own church. And so then the young adult ministry, like, we were left with, like, no pastor. Yeah. Like, nothing. It would be guest speakers every week. Um can't, and, can't ride that very yeah, long. Yeah. And I think, like, <laughs> I just was... uh, It was, like, that passage where it's, like, you're only drinking spiritual milk, but you're not eating the true food. It was, like... And you, okay, you were aware I, of then, that at the time? Yeah. You I was, like... like I mean... So the guy that I had been dating at the time kind of pointed it out. And then I was like, okay, yeah, that's true. And mm. so then we decided to move churches. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't, it was kind of hard because I was so involved. Yeah. I was like part of the core team at that church. Okay. And I had worked there a little bit. Like I did like administ- administrative stuff for them. Okay. And we were there for like maybe two-ish years. Um, and yeah, so it was kind of hard to leave. But the leadership was really... um gracious yeah. and they were like they like kind of knew it was time i think too like right. yeah so huh. they were really gracious when when i left so i was like where'd you oh. go from there and then <laughs> so this is my opposite church experience and so you
0: went from charismatic yes, church to a
1: very um conservative
0: okay if you don't want to uh, say the name of it oh I, I'm yeah i'm totally yeah, yeah. fine with that oh, yeah, yeah i'm Right.
1: Um, yeah. So we started going there. And I think I started like really liking it right away because it, like, they really were big on like preaching the word and being true to what the word said. Right. And I think because I had gone so long without really hearing the word <laughs> being right. preached, that you were hungry for. Yes, it. exactly. And so coming to this church, I was like, wow, like, they really hold the Bible to such high esteem. Um, like, I think that's great. And we should stay here. And then um the the sermons were were good. Um, and they really like their style was kinda of was mostly like exegetical, like they just go through those all the verses one by one okay. and then talk about application at the end type thing. Yeah. Um, and that worked. And it was very like like relevant, you know. Um yeah, and I didn't really start Seeing the issues until, um, when I until I became like a member, okay. And once I became a member, uh, I started getting discipled by someone at the church, and she said some like at the time I think I, I questioned <laughs> it, but I didn't, um, like do much about it. Like she she would say things like, kind of judgy things like. Oh, like you can tell someone's walk with God by how they dress and like stuff like like weird legalistic type things like that.
0: <laughs> like the, that <laughs>
1: like, oh, it's a little weird in the, the little, church lady yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Just a little like yeah, I don't know. Things like that. Okay. Um and then it all really came to fruition when Matt and I started dating. And Oh yeah. So yeah.
0: let's pause there okay. then. Let me yes. we'll come back to that yes. Explain how how he came into your uh, your. So you said you met actually.
1: Yeah, so we knew each other way before. In, yes, when we were like little children in our little uniforms at Christian community Aww, school. Oh man! But we but we're Aww. we're like two grades apart, so we only knew of each other. Okay. Back then, it's a big. But but I. It's
0: <laughs> a long time. It's <laughs> yeah. like a quarter of That's your life. Like
1: decades. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. Um,
0: Cradle robber. Well, I, I knew him
1: mostly because his mom worked at the school. So his mom okay. used to be like a teacher's assistant. Okay. Yeah. So then I, I since I knew her, I, I knew like, oh, her kids, which is, mad And then we went to the same elementary school and he also went to Washington. All right. Yeah. But All I right. didn't know. We even were both in Youth Alive together, which is the Christian club. Uh, Yeah. But like we didn't even, we still didn't even know each other. So I don't know how that happened. Uh, And then he went to Riverside. That would have been
0: so cute. I was waiting for that moment. Like I
1: saw him in fifth
0: grade. I was like, I'm going to marry that
1: guy. I love his freckles.
0: (laughs) No, didn't happen. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) And then,
1: um, so then he went to Riverside for college and I stayed up here. And then once we, (laughs) then we both reconnected at New Life.
0: Just happened that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting.
1: Uh, we like.
0: Did you remember him? You were like, Oh, yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah, I was okay. like,
1: Hey, I kind of know you, and then he was like, Hey, I kind of know you too. <laughs> 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 yes, it was like that.
0: <laughs> okay, no, not like stalker know you, but no, no. Like, I was just okay. like, Oh yeah, like I kind of remember
1: you. Like, Oh, didn't you go to CCS? Oh yeah, right, totally. Right. And then, um, but at the time I was I was dating somebody else actually. Okay. And so then we sit down for lunch and stuff, and it's so funny because. Our first impressions of each other are so bad because he just kept asking me so many questions, and I just felt berated. I was like, "Can you like not be so aggressive?" But see, this is the thing. So this was like one of the first Sundays that um, I had come to new life and. He was like, oh, like, why did you leave your old church and blah, 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 like those kind of questions. And I think I was just still kind of insecure. Yeah.
2: You're, I was you're like, in recovery mode. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: Right. And he was just like berating me. And I was like, please stop. Like, he's too aggressive. <laughs> oh. I can't handle this. So he just oh, kept dang. asking me questions. And then I was just giving him like short answers, you know. Yeah. And then later I found out that he thought I was boring because,
0: you had such <laughs> because short answers, I had such it?
1: short answers and I was just so oh, disinterested in him. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty funny. Um, Obviously, you
0: grew on each other a little bit.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: and so then you you broke up with.
1: Yeah, we broke up. That loser, whoever that
0: was, <laughs> whatever. It's <laughs> probably tiny.
1: Oh, right? uh, yeah, so. Um, how, much, how
0: much did he bench? He didn't even lift, I bet.
1: He did bench two plates. All right. Once.
0: It's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. Nice. Okay. We're yeah. On. It's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, fun fact. He actually goes to resonate now.
0: No. Yes! Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry ahead of time. I didn't...
1: No, it's great. I called We're you a loser cool. for
0: comedic value yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no...
1: Well, yeah, he doesn't know you at all. Okay, okay. not a loser. Well, he's gonna yeah, know but we're me. cool. He might, he might know me now. So, oh, that's so funny. If I but get yeah. jumped, I'm blaming him.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, I know. But we're cool and yeah. everything. You know, all right. So,
0: But then Matt sees an opening and he's like, Oh, yeah. This is my Matt chance. Matt is
1: that. so persistent. Yeah. He's like, well see, here's the thing. So I'm not gonna sit here and ignore this this whole part of the story. So
0: uh, I don't want you to uh, yeah. lay it out there. <laughs> I am <laughs> this is what we're here for. <laughs> this is my time, guys.
1: <laughs> okay, so pretty much drink water. Okay. That's fine. I know. It's it's no, I'm I'm gonna shorten it. I'll I'll make it brief, okay? Okay. Well, but basically me show. and this guy were dating. And we were like kind of serious, but I always felt like he didn't really want to like date to get married. Like he would kind of say it, but he wasn't like we were both kind of young at that point. we were we were like oh, like twenty one like twenty one
2: twenty
1: two yeah, um. But the church that we were at, the culture was very much like, okay, don't date for too long. If you date for too long, then that leaves, you know, room for the enemy and you're going to fall into sin. And so okay. you should just get married, which like I, I don't like disagree with, but I think it's it should be case by case. But anyway,
0: you shouldn't get married just to like, yeah, keep the devil away. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. <kind> of... <laughs> exactly. And so, okay. um,
1: yeah, but we like we're very different people. Um, and we were just having like some issues in our relationship and I just felt like he was distant, not as attentive. Um, and then we started, and then we started this group of friends and then Matt was in this little group
2: Okay.
1: and, uh, Matt was very attentive and very friendly. And so I started to develop, started to develop like, like minor feelings for him Mm. while I was dating this guy. And then I told the guy that I was dating. I was like, "Hey, like, I want to be upfront with you. Like, I am having feelings for Matt." And so, but then I, at the time, I thought that it was just like, "Oh, just like a little crush, like a little crush." Like, I just kind of admire him. Like, that's what I thought that it was. Okay. And then, and then he was like, "Okay, like we'll just like you know kind of stay away from him then, and like not really, <laughs> not really talk to him." Yes. <laughs> and so then we didn't talk to him for like. Like, a few months, maybe. Oh, no. Yeah, which is fine. Like, he has friends, you know? Okay. But it kind of, like, kind of made the group dynamic a little, like, we weren't a group anymore, basically. And he's like,
0: man, that boring girl doesn't talk to me anymore. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so... (laughs) Fine. She didn't talk to me much anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, at this point, he had feelings for me. It's a long story about how it came about, but he... Yeah. Okay, anyway. All right. And uh, She's singing
0: Jesse's girl. we singing Jesse's
1: girl. Yes. All right. Okay, and then so we kind of stayed away from him, and then um our friend Michelle Doan. Oh, she's in on this, dude.
0: Shout it! She's gosh. Why is she home. in everybody's she's love story? She's always in
1: everyone's story. Dude, Isn't that hilarious? She's
0: photobombing everyone's wedding I photos know. like that.
1: I love yeah okay. but we love her yeah but anyway um she's okay uh, we
0: gotta get her hitched one of these days we're working on I know, it trying working to wear on her down it. she says no nah, nah, nah. you know
1: you know come on i tell her to go on you know the coffee meets bagel and things like that do the bagel i know but it's no, fine know. anyway yeah keep going. so um my <laughs> this brief story turned very long
0: Um. They all do. You're the boss. It's your show.
1: I know. Uh, Yeah. So then Matt, um, where was I? Okay. So then we had stayed away from him for a while. Okay. And then Michelle's family was coming into town. And all of us, like, previous to all of this had gone on a San Diego trip to visit her and her family, or to visit her family. And so we knew them. And then at this point, we're like, I think everything's cool between us now. Like, between me and Matt and my boyfriend at the time, like, we're all cool. And, like, the feelings are gone. They've dissipated, whatever. Like, I think we can all kind of be friends again, you know? And so we started becoming friends again. And then the feelings just still surfaced, you know? And so just couldn't get away from them. It's true love. Yeah, I know, true love. And then... <laughs> And then the whole situation happened again. And then I told I told my boyfriend at the time, like, "Hey, these feelings like they're not going away. I don't know what to do." Um, And then what was his response
0: to this? I'm so curious. Yeah. See, okay. I'm trying to think of how I would take that. I'd be like, "Ah." I
1: thought that he would just break up with me. Yeah. Like just flat out, but he like wanted to give it a chance, and so I was like, okay, okay. Because when you're with someone for so long and you think you're going to marry them, you're like, okay, let's just get, let's just do the thing, you know? Like, yeah. let's just, yeah. So, and he was like, okay. Huh? Like, we'll just cut him off again.
0: <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> and then, um, and then, and then basically we ended up breaking up for other reasons. And okay. then, yeah. But, uh, but, I mean, it's interesting because when we broke up, It was – okay, so I had hurt my back. I hurt my SI joint, deadlifting actually. Yeah, and then it came out of place and whatever. And so I couldn't like – I couldn't sit in a car. I couldn't like – I could barely walk really. I couldn't really do anything. And then – um, and so I needed him to like drive me and like do things for me. And so he said that that made him realize like that he couldn't like sacrifice and like be a husband in that way if that's the way that we were headed. Like he just wasn't ready for it. Wow. And I was like – Oh, okay. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, I was like, thanks. (laughs) And that's what I had thought, like, the reason was. But for him, it was that, but coupled with this whole thing with Matt and all that.
2: Right. Okay. And so then we broke up.
0: Drama.
1: And it was so funny because all of our friends were like, okay, we're not going to tell Matt. Like... We're not going to tell him because if we tell him, he's going to swoop in, you know? <laughs> so we're just not going to tell him.
0: He'll figure it out. Yeah. And then
1: <laughs> it was so funny because it was like Michelle and then our other close friend that okay. like they had told, they decided like, oh, we we're not going to tell him. But what ended up happening was he accidentally found out from like our pastor.
2: <laughs> oh, no! Nice. He like, accidentally told wow. him. Confidentiality he, was like, there.
1: he was like, hey, so what do you think about, you know, you know, Katie and blah, 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 you know, breaking up? And he's like, hmm? yeah, and he's like, <laughs> oh, hmm. and then I um, hadn't thought about it. I know. And then, yeah, so, so, uh, so, yeah. And then, you know, so it's so funny because Matt, um, I had blocked him on everything, like all social media, like Dude. everything, because, you know, I wanted to like just cut him off and like, Scorched leave earth. Him be. <laughs> right. and so, you know what he did when he found out? He emailed me, okay? Yes. He emailed Get me.
0: Any route necessary, right?
1: <laughs> no, totally.
0: Make up a fake but profile in the- <laughs> <entrepreneur>. a
1: <laughs> But he emailed me this. It was very sweet, though. He was like, hey, like, I'm so sorry. I heard what happened between you and blah, blah, blah and
0: i <laughs> you'll have to tell me who this is when we're done yeah later i can't later. not I can, the blah I blah is killing me <laughs> i
1: should come with a pseudonym but uh, um, yeah you and um
0: we'll just call him jesse
1: yeah jesse we're already saying the song yeah. we'll this
0: is jesse's girl okay yeah All i right. heard that you
1: and jesse broke up <laughs> yeah and he's like i'm so sorry that that had happened i'm so sorry for any part that i played in it he's like going forward in our friendship i want to know like how you like like what you're comfortable with like going back to like being friends Since we go to the same church and the church is pretty small it's like 40 people oh he's like oh like how should we go about you know interacting with each other and it was like very respectful and so i was like hey so
0: by now you'd picked up on the fact that you were sort of like unfriended unpersoned yeah
1: oh yeah he knew okay so he knew he was involved in the process we were like oh yeah sorry wow yeah
0: okay so now he's like, hey, can I come back? <laughs> yeah. Can we be friends? Okay, yeah. <laughs> good.
1: Because we were friends, you know, we were good friends. Yeah. Um. And then I was like, hey, like, thanks for reaching out. Like, yeah, it's like hard, but, you know, I think this had to happen, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm fine with us being friends and, you know, like talking in group settings. Like, that's yeah. totally fine. Fine with that. It's cool.
2: Cool. All right.
1: Um, and then for the longest time, he kept like trying to message me. Like, individually. And I said, no, no, no. I don't want to talk to you. (laughs) Like, just groups. Groups, man. Groups. Right. Um, But he was very persistent. And then, like, eventually the feelings resurfaced again because, you know, where else would they go? Right. Nowhere. Nowhere. And so we eventually had to talk about it. And I remember this was Easter day of 2017. Wow. I told him. And I said, Matthew... I told him, we're going to meet up at Starbucks, and I need to tell you, we need to talk about our friendship, because I wanted to tell him that there would be no chance of me ever dating him. So oh, we sat- yes. gosh. I know. Okay. <laughs> i was so mean. <laughs> but, you know, in a No chance? Way, yeah, no zero chance? chance. I told him. Come on. I was on. Like, hey, so we went to Starbucks, okay? <laughs> the Starbucks that's down the street from our house now. Okay? Yeah, okay. And I said, listen. Like, I know we have this history and stuff, but I really just don't see us dating ever. So, you know, we should just like get over each other. (laughs) And (laughs) at the time, (laughs) at the time, he agreed. He was like, totally agree. Yeah, I definitely see that. What are you going to do? What
0: are you going to do? You have to (laughs) go with that. It's not like, no. I know. There there could be a chance.
1: That's true. That's true, that's true. One
0: in a million.
1: Yeah. Because at this point I was like, I'm gonna be single for a year You know, you know, like every girl goes through that whole like like I'm gonna be single and love Jesus for a year. A whole year I'm not even gonna think about boys. Boys Relationship
0: with him. yes (laughs)
1: yeah exactly like Uh. (laughs) no relationships like i'm gonna be just so godly that's what i was going through read your bible every day yes read my bible memorize Uh, the verses Memorize
2: the whole thing yeah
1: disciple somebody like it was gonna happen and i wasn't gonna let any boy come in between me and the lord right this is what i thought sounds good yeah and so that's why i told him i was like hey like i'm not dating like i just you know like we should just get over i told him this, these are my exact words. I said, we should actively get over each other. Which means if a thought of me comes into your brain, you just pluck it out. Oh, God! You know? <laughs> I didn't say that part, but, you know. And <laughs> he agreed. He agreed, okay? Okay. And, and then everything was fine. I was like, okay, we DTR'd and everything's fine. Yeah. Like,
0: and he gets in the car and he's like, what the heck <laughs> just happened?
1: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? oh, yeah. <laughs> and then after that... <laughs> we, you know, it's really blurry now, but pretty much, like, the- we didn't really talk that much at church. We would, like, sometimes say hi. I don't remember exactly what happened, but, oh, this is what happened. All right. This was the time. So, he had his very <laughs> first ever powerlifting meet, okay? Yes. Yeah. He's and- so quiet
0: about this. I'm glad it's getting out. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, this was his first ever powerlifting meet in June of 2017. Okay. And it's in Sacramento, and so me and it was supposed to be a whole group of us going to go watch his powerlifting meet, but everyone flaked, and it ended up just being me and one other girl, and um her boyfriend was also competing. Okay. So it was like Matt, this guy, this girl, and me.
0: Turned into a double date.
1: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And and Matt's you, other friend too. How much Gary. did you? How much did
0: you pay everyone to not come to that?
1: So, that <laughs> so, it was so funny. So, then we get there, and, like, I hadn't really talked to him that much in the past couple of months. So, from April to June. So, April was when I DTR'd him, and then June was his, like, meet or whatever. So, I hadn't really talked to him that much. Okay, We'd, like, kind of talk here and there, but not really, like, in groups. And then at the meet, there were just sparks again. Like, I don't know how to describe it, okay? but Well,
0: when you're in that <laughs> just caveman-like testosterone-filled, right? just people moving. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well it, like, it was funny because it, so, man. it was in Sacramento and the, the the meet was a two day meet. And oh. so it was Saturday Sunday. He was lifting on Sunday, but we didn't know that. And I had only planned to come on Saturday, so I actually ended up not even seeing him lift. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he won the whole thing. So Nice. <laughs> so that's good. He right.
0: won something. He
1: won something. First place. Oh, first place in first his weight place. class. Hey, Whatever. That's a win. That is a win. <laughs> anyway. Um so yeah, and like we were just talking and it's just like the best way to describe it is we just had like chemistry, you yeah. know? It's yeah. such a lame term, but i, I there's I no know. other way to put it.
0: I've come to hate that term.
1: I hate that term, <laughs> but, but like I don't know how else to put it. Like you just vibe with each other, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You just you know. know you know. You just know. Exactly. You just, if you know
0: you know. Exactly.
1: Right. Yeah. So then after that, we were like, oh, like, let's have a conversation about, like, relationships and just, like, the possibility of dating. But again, (laughs) And he's like, no, no, no.
0: (laughs) I don't want to do this again. Well, no, both of us were
1: like, okay, yeah, we should talk about it, basically. Okay. Like, at this (laughs) point, I was more open to it, it. But then, you know, I was on my whole one year of not dating thing. So I was like. Yeah. Yo, like, I made this promise to the Lord. I'm a nun for a Jesus year. Jesus okay. himself, okay? <laughs> I made this promise, and I was, like, not going to date for a year, which meant February to February, like, I'm not going to date anybody. Ah. You know, I'm not going to think about boys, nothing. Very strict. And he was, like, that's dumb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. I <laughs> said, I'm over this. Yeah, he was, like, <laughs> he was, like,
1: are you serious? Like, that's so dumb. Okay, and then this is where the church stuff comes into play.
0: Okay, see, we came all yeah, the way back. Yeah,
1: okay, yes. We
0: did it. Ah,
1: wonderful okay so well this is the start of it like more stuff happens man this is a long story okay anyway so at this church there's a, a dating culture and a culture that you need to follow in order to like be perceived as like holy like okay you're doing the right thing you know and the way that they did it at this church was you have to have your discipler talk to their discipler and they talk to each other and then they set you up and that's how it's done sort of it's like, like a, arranged like, marriage yeah
0: it's a lightweight arranged marriage <laughs> lightweight,
1: yeah weird but see this is because like like the whole um culture at that church is that basically the leaders and the people over you like run your life like it's very like uh, authoritarian okay yeah and so you basically can't really make any life-altering decisions without their consent or Mm. without their and if you do then you're looked down upon so then long story short matt and i decided like we're gonna date you know like we see each other like as uh like possible uh like possible spouses like possible marriage partners in the future and so we want to pursue dating and they kind of they knew about the whole situation with my ex Jesse. Okay. And they they <laughs> knew all that stuff, and so they were like, mm, I don't know, you know, and hmm. so uh, they're
0: thinking you also need the year, I guess, with Jesus or, or like something.
1: not even at all. I don't even know what they thought. Basically, you're broken. Yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. Which I yeah. am. I am, and I was. Yeah. Join, and, the,
0: join the club. Taking a
1: Yeah, exactly. And so they. at at the start of our relationship they were so against it and so during the first part of our relationship it really put a strain on it because i felt the need like okay we need to prove ourselves like we need to prove that we are a good match that we're a good couple that we can be holy and sanctified and all of that while dating each other Mm. you know okay and but matt different (laughs) like he doesn't care about what other people think he doesn't care about living up to other people's standards which i really admire that you know good but i i can't do that like i I have to please people it goes back to pleasing people and like you know having that yeah like yeah just making sure people uh approve of me basically okay and so uh yeah so then we spent like the whole first couple months just like trying to like you know look like a good couple like still serving in church and like yeah not sitting next to each other in church that was a thing too like if you sat next to the person you're dating in church you would get talked to whoa yeah like they would say like i mean i don't i would i don't know exactly what they would say but they look down upon it because it makes it look like you only care about each other and not the body right and like,
0: we just Something tell people like that. that you need, you need, uh, two Bible spaces between yeah. you. <laughs> <just> like, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. And so once we kind of saw that dating culture, yeah, the, the issues with that, that's what kind <clears> of like <throat> opened up our thinking and like, uh, oh, is this church like really like legit? I don't know. Mm. And then Matt and I started dating and then we started having issues with like purity and I think it was so much so, like, uh, we were trying to stray away from it so much and just do good and do the right thing and not, like, fail that we end up failing, Right. you know?
0: Yeah, it's like when someone tells you, don't think about yeah. elephants.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the first thing you think about exactly. is a big fat elephant. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, so we struggled with that. And then... Um, it was never like, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to describe sin, but I had confessed it to um, a sister who ended up being my discipler at that time, who was um, different than the person I'd mentioned earlier. Right. But because um, it didn't, it didn't work out with her. Yeah, um, that's a long story too. But um, so I told her and i was like hey like could you keep us accountable you know and so i would like text her when we're on dates and stuff and like and i think i thought it was going okay you know huh? and then um for <laughs> matt it was a little bit harder i think cuz he had never struggled with like sexual sin before and i i had struggled with it like in past relationships but he hadn't really and so he didn't really have that experience of, like, opening up to someone about it or, like, telling anybody, whereas I, yeah, exactly, but I was more open to it, so I had told my discipler, and so I had asked Matt, like, hey, like, I think maybe you should talk to somebody about it, you know, just to, like, keep us even more accountable and, like, help us through this, basically, and so he, like, kind of started to tell, so his discipler at the time was one of the pastors, and so he had kind of opened up to him a little bit, like, was starting to. Okay. And then once this pastor kind of heard what Matt was saying, he called my discipler and, like, talked to her. And basically, like, Matt hadn't shared everything yet, but Mm. I had shared everything. And so then when he found out, like, all hell broke loose. Oh, gosh. Like, oh, my gosh, Katie and Matt had sex. Like, this is, like... It's the end of the world. Yeah, it's the end of the world, basically. Uh. And so then he had told all the other pastors and then... That Sunday, I think either that Sunday or Sunday after that, they all found out they so there's four pastors at the church. Two of them took me aside and two of them took Matt aside and they had asked us like what was going on and I had told <sighs> them everything. And then um, at the end of it, they were like, OK, so now you guys are going to break up basically. And wow. I was like, what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Very Dang. confused. Yeah and <clears throat> yeah it was huh. i mean i
0: an intervention
1: yeah an intervention <laughs> That's what that exactly. is exactly and they were a lot harder on matt you know cuz being the man like he should have like taken responsibility and right. blah 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 um but they were not gracious <laughs> about it um cuz like i said this is a very small church yeah. and the church is very young so uh, I don't know how long. I think this was their fifth year, I think, being established as a church. and um, Still pretty new. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think they'd ever dealt with sexual sin in their church before. Like, never. And so well, yeah, hearing I mean... about it was probably like, what? You know? Um, And so, yeah. So that was hard because they were so hard on Matt and they were like, you know you should have been a leader like and at one point so they told us to break up and then I was like I think we should just do it because at this point I was like it I felt like I was choosing between him and God that's uh. like that's what they kind of made me feel like I was choosing between right, like right. I was choosing to my relationship with him or God and I was like of course I need to choose God and so breaking up seemed like okay I was making the choice toward God and so then we'd broken up for a little bit. And then at this point, they were like, okay, now you're going to go through this repentance process. And it wasn't laid out. It was pretty much they would sit us down separately and then just ask us questions. And based on our answers, they would see if we were repentant. And so I remember one time they sat me down. This was like the first or second time that they or yeah, second or third time that they would sat me down. And then they asked me like – so, like, they had me, like, read a book about, like, sexual sin. And they asked me about the book. And they asked me, like, so, and now looking back on your relationship with Matt, like, what do you think? And I was, I didn't even know what to say. I was like. Yeah, what uh,
0: do you, you want to hear? Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I wanted to just say what they wanted to hear. But I was like, well, we sinned. And, yeah, I was wrong. Like, that, I didn't know what to say. And then they were like. And then they had me answer, like, a few other questions. But at the end, they were like, you know, Katie, like, if you were really repentant, then you would have said that you regretted your relationship with him. And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, it was really weird.
0: It's like a... um. Seems like some kind of movie. Yeah. Like come to the inner room. Yeah. Exactly. Examine your soul. Yeah.
1: And at that
0: like a Scientology kind of thing. They do something similar. They they write reports on each other Mm. and turn things in. Yeah. It's it's something. It's really
1: interesting. And so yeah, and then Yeah. So then they would ask me these questions and I like didn't know how to answer and they basically said that I wasn't, like, repentant. And one of the pa- – the lead pastor told me, like, you know, Katie, like, you need to take this more seriously because if you don't, one day you could <laughs> end up in hell and that would be very sad. Oh, man. And I was like oh. – <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so it's strange because okay. at this point, both of us were members, right? And membership at this church was if you become a member, that means that they have um been able to see that you're truly a believer, Okay. basically. And so in my mind, I'm like, well, if you think I'm be- a believer, then you wouldn't say that one day I could end up in hell for this. You know what I mean?
0: You're not in charge of that anyway. Yeah, Stop exactly.
1: It. But see, that's the thing is that they believe that they're, th- that they have the authority to deem people as like, yeah, That's, that's... Yeah. <laughs> it's just really strange.
0: <laughs> that's a few layers of funky yeah, theology. And then, at, okay.
1: and then during Matt's repentance meetings, like yeah. they, oh, my gosh. like one Ooh. of them told him like, uh, I think, it was the lead pastor told him that he should basically just renounce his faith because he's acting in line with a non-believer no and like stuff like that.
0: Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: yeah. so it was like oh. really strange. Um, and that yeah because you, so, you
0: you trusted these people
1: right, exactly. And, and you built relationships with them. and
0: that that's why you're you're going through this process, right? right? you're exactly. you're trying
1: to. salvage something. The thing with, like, repentance is, like, I think Jesus should be in that, you know? Like, but he literally (laughs) was not mentioned, like, a single time during these meetings. Like, forgiveness and grace and Jesus and hope and none of that was mentioned, you know? Um, And for them, it's, like, I think that they don't want to, like, abuse it, which I understand. Right. But I think when, like, at this level, I think it's necessary, right? Because what i learned through that is like it's not like the condemnation we feel that leads us to repentance yeah it's it's like jesus's love and his kindness towards us that leads us to repentance right exactly and so they were playing on the other side like okay condemnation like you should feel guilt for this like guilt guilt
0: guilt-driven repentance is not i don't i don't believe true repentance right i think it's it's when And this is when I've experienced this for myself. Mm -hmm. Is like when, uh, um, when I truly understand, like, okay, I blew it in this way, Mm -hmm. and then I I realize, right, Christ already actually knew that Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. He said it's finished,
1: right. Mm.
0: Before I ever did it, He knew it, Mm -hmm. and knowing that, He accepted it, and He says, "You're My Son." I forgive you. Right. And it's almost like repentance is just us kind of like through the process of our own sin. Mm -hmm. We're actually like excavating just a little bit more Mm. of how amazing Jesus Mm -hmm. actually is. Like every time I sin, I find out a little more how much he loves me
2: yeah
0: and it's not like i'm sinning to test his affection exactly it's already there right but yeah that that's what leads me to be broken it's like oh my gosh exactly yes yeah 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 totally (laughs) it's amazing
1: yeah
0: um the other way doesn't that's not that's not effective
1: no not effective (laughs) it just like leads to just loathing like self-loathing and and then it leads you even to just, like, continue to fall back in the sin. Because if you think that you're hopeless, you're like, oh, yep. well, might as well just keep doing exactly. it then.
0: Exactly. It's, it's a cycle. Yeah.
1: Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think Ryan did a sermon on it with the, I'm that, sure the same picture. I'm sure he has. Yeah.
0: I can see it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know it's in there.
1: Yeah. But, um, but, yeah. So, after that, those meetings, we had, like, talked about what went on in both of our meetings. And we're like this is not biblical, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And so we decided, like, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. And pretty much, so they went by, um, I think it's Matthew. Uh, there's, like, a whole process where, like, oh, if your brother sins against 18. you, you go to yep. Matthew 18. Right. Matthew 18.
0: Go to him alone, yeah, then yeah, go yeah. to him with three. Right, exactly. And then send him off to yes. live in his sin alone. Yes, like, basically. That's, yeah. So
1: we were at that point, basically, where so they, were, they, oh. were, they were like, Nothing hey, one, if... Yeah, so they they kind of skipped some steps, which <laughs> no yeah. kidding. Yeah. Yeah, we got that already. <laughs> yeah, and so then they told us. So I had sent them an email saying like, "Hey, like I'm not going to do this anymore for these reasons, laid it all out whatever." Right. And they just responded um and they just said like, "Hey, like if you don't continue in this, like then we're forced to tell the church of your sin." And so um uh, yeah, and then at this point I was like, "Uh, oh, whatever." <laughs> I mean not whatever. Like obviously I didn't want this to happen. Right. But I would rather that happen than stay and go through this. Yeah. And like do whatever they wanted me to do, which I didn't even know at the time. And so um so yeah, both of us had left and then they had told the members of the church. They had like posted something on their Facebook group no. about it.
0: Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. God, that's...
1: So so it was it was hard because we had a few close friends there that were members yeah. and they even got in trouble for talking to us oh my yeah gosh. so then this is
0: very scientology kind <laughs> yeah. of thing that they yeah okay, so this...
1: they got in trouble for talking to us and then they like i don't know it's very strange wow they got like one strike against them so then if they got another strike then they get kicked out or something like wow. that yeah i don't wow. know
0: this That's is weird. layers of bonkers yeah. man
1: yeah so then we had left and then they posted that thing and then for a while um for so during this time is when people of the church are called to try to reach out to those who have left Hmm. and so i was getting all these emails from like women from like my friends like telling me like you're in sin like why would you do this like you need to come back blah 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 yeah and it was just like Every day I was like getting an email Dude. and it was just so hard to read that I ended up just having Michelle read them <laughs> and then she would tell me if it's worth reading or not because it was just so it was just heartbreaking at yeah. that time like it was so hard to read because all they had heard of the story was from the pastor's angle. Yeah. and i understand because at this church whatever the pastors say you take as their word like as bible basically yeah um and so i i don't blame them because at one point that was me right i was the one trying to like get into their uh inner circle and trying to please them and whatever so i understood that that's what they were trying to do was mm. to email me and try to get me back and do what the pastors were telling them to do um and then i had one girl like write me and i wrote her back and i said hey like it hurts me that you didn't hear it from my side Mm. and then she responded and she said well sometimes you don't need to hear the other side to see the fruit of the sin or something like that and i was like okay okay
0: it's cute but (laughs) yeah yeah. i was
1: like uh okay and i just didn't (laughs) respond i mean a lot of them i just i responded like once and then they responded back and i was like we're just going to fight, you know, like we yeah. just don't see it the same. And I think it was hard because the things that Matt and I were telling them that they said, like we would tell them like they told me that I'm going to go to hell and they told Matt to renounce his fate. Like they just didn't believe it because yeah. because it's like, oh, my pastors would never say that, you know, like they yeah, it's I, like I such a imagine. hard thing to believe, you yeah, know, that's OK. And so. So that was hard, I think, because for a long time, it's like you want to feel like people believe you. You want to feel like they see where you're coming from. They, You want like I wanted my friends at that time at that church to see like this is not right. Like, right. I wanted to feel like ugh,
0: validated, validated. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it just wasn't happening. Wow. And so then because of that, it made me feel like oh was this wrong to leave like am i actually in sin and so for like Mm. the longest like so this happened july or yeah june june of 2018 and for that whole uh summer i was just so confused about if i was saved i was like god like I know that, like, I feel it in my heart (laughs) that this is not right. And I see it in your word that this is not right. Right. But they're making me feel like I'm not a believer. They're making me feel like I'm not saved. They're making me feel like I'm going to go to hell for this. Wow. And so, like, every day I would just pray, like, God, like, (laughs) I want to believe again that I'm saved. Like, like, not having my assurance of salvation was, like, the worst time in my life. Because I was just, like, crying out to God every day, like uh because it's like my my eternal life is like almost gone it's like the thought of it like oh my gosh am i like not gonna be with god forever in heaven anymore because of this whole thing because we left this church you know and so i was just dealing with that yeah wow yeah so what a trip i know and then we went to resonate
0: (laughs) and then everything's wonderful yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and so then,
0: tell me oh, uh yeah. i'm assuming michelle had something to do with that also oh
1: yeah so okay. she was like well it was funny because we were we were gonna check out a bunch of different churches yeah and she's like um, don't do that yeah she was like we'll just come to resonate once yeah and you're like all right and so we come <laughs> and then and then we just never checked out any other churches yeah which is funny because i mean i feel like that happens a lot but
0: and that's my story too yeah. it was like the first stop i was like oh yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just exactly. Stay here. <laughs> and so the story
1: of New Life continues though, because they had reached out to Pastor Ryan.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah.
1: And so um they'd emailed him and said, like, uh, basically you're housing fugitives.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. And so, I mean, Ryan was so gracious because he actually wanted to sit down and like hear our story, you know? And so that was like
0: were you nervous about that? I was
1: so nervous. Yeah, because you're... Because, I mean, yeah, my past experience with pastors, like, is, was terrible. Right, so you're <laughs> was, like, oh, here we go again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it was man. like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what if he makes us go back to that
0: place? You need to finish the process. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, what if he makes us do that? Oh. But he didn't, thank the Lord. Um, But, yeah, he just listened to our story, which I think was so different because like mm. nobody had wanted to hear a story you know at least one from that church you know or anyone like involved and so he just sat us down and he was like hey just tell me your story and so we just told him and he was so gracious and just he just talked about like forgiveness and grace and you know god a second chances and all that kind of stuff and um yeah
0: different message yeah
1: different message but also like i think going to resonate we were like if i'm being honest we were a little bit like uh skeptical yeah because i mean what you know about like big churches is like oh maybe they just preach the prosperity gospel maybe that's why people are flocking to this church yeah, it's because
0: just the flashing lights
1: yeah so <clears throat> we were like okay like we want to go into this with uh like like being okay if if we don't stay right like if there's that issue of Grace and sanctification and whatever but but I mean through coming to resonate we realize like that's not it at all like they're yeah. totally they like Pastor Ryan and all the other pastors do preach like hard sermons yeah. of like <laughs> yeah. you know like killing sin yeah. and like hard things like that and so
0: but it's through yeah. the lens of, of grace of the gospel exactly mercy like true right propitiation like right exactly
1: where it's really in the end not up to us but it's like god who's already done it right and we just we just are obedient because of him right not because we feel like we have to re owe him or whatever it's good yeah so preach it yeah so it's been good i think like the past year was um it was busy, actually. We got married and a bunch of stuff happened. But, yeah. I mean, it was um, nice to, like, continue to process it. I'm really bad at processing, actually. Right. Like, I just kind of jump from thing to thing. I'm like, okay, whatever that <laughs> happened, okay. But I think, like, when my eternity in my mind, my eternity with God was on the line, it yeah. forced me to process. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And the, Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, uh, the, the the situation sucked and yeah. the fact that you feel that way sucked. Right. But through it yeah, you struggled with your own faith exactly and, and actually landed in a a wiser, healthier, right. more mm-hmm. complete theologically Totally. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's yeah. almost like God promised that he would make good of mm-hmm. all exactly. things for those who are
1: totally. Yeah. To that support. was like my verse for the longest time. Yeah. It's it's like true. it sucks right now, oh my God I'll use it.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know the the hardest thing to do is to to develop the discipline of mm-hmm. actually thanking him ahead of time. Right. For like, okay, God, this stinks right now. You know it does, but uh, you're gonna do something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thank you for doing this. (laughs) (laughs) uh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: And it just forces me to have like that heavenly mindset, right? Like, oh, this isn't gonna be forever, right? right? Like, this is just temporary. Like, we have eternity with Him, like after we die. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. uh, And then then you all got
0: hitched and everything. Oh,
1: yeah. And then I got my first teaching job. 2019 yeah. was a good year.
0: That's a good year. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's good. Year. Wow. Yeah, it's fun.
0: So what, like, what are you kind of like? It seems like you're in a little bit of like cruising altitude right a now. Bit. Like things yeah. have kind of stabilized. You're, yeah, you're, you're plugged in church-wise. Mm-hmm. You've got new friends. Right. Yeah. Kind of. Uh,
1: um, I'm apprenticing Angela for MC right now.
0: Explain what apprenticing is and what an MC is. So
1: basically, (laughs) Resonate is a church that believes in disciples who make disciples, who make much of Jesus. And so an MC is a missional community. Um, of just women or just men or mixed groups where we come together and we study the Bible and we mm-hmm. hold each other accountable. Um, but not in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we share each other's burdens and all of that. And so Angela is yeah. a leader of one of those. And so she asked me to be her apprentice um, so that in the future, she's, she, currently she's training me up to be a leader so that in the future I yeah. can hopefully lead my own group. Right. So that's something that I want to like kind of focus on more You know, because I'm hope this is my second year doing it. Okay. So I did it last year and then now this year and then hopefully start my own group in the fall. So kind of focusing on that and like, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's cool.
0: What would you say you're you're learning right Mm. now, either about yourself or about him? Oh, my
1: goodness. You know what I'm learning is like my I have this huge idol of comfort. Like, I just want to be comfortable. Like, I just want to have like a nice, quiet life Mm -hmm. and, you know, the two kids and a dog and, (laughs) you know, I just want to like be comfortable. And I think like right now I'm taking perspectives, which is this other class about um, like God's work. Uh, globally and what God is doing globally, and I think it totally grind or totally like uh, what's the word? It's totally different from or opposite of like my idol of comfort because yeah. it's like <laughs> God is calling us to like missions, right? And if I just want to be comfortable, I will yeah. literally never go on that mission.
2: <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah.
1: And it's not even missions like overseas. It's just being missional in your life like yeah. in your workplace to your friends like wherever you go like the gym and stuff i mean like matt and i were like avid gym goers and so we we want to make that like our mission to like people that we meet at the gym you know um yeah
0: that's, darn it that's one thing i'm so bad about
1: that yeah it's it, hard
0: you you guys are the last humans that i've spoken to at the gym
1: <gasps> oh wow
0: yeah that was a while ago i know I don't. I don't talk to. I go into caveman I mode. Know, it's hard. There's hard. Some, I sometimes I see people I know and I'll point at them.
1: Oh yeah. Hey, <laughs> all right, see you. What's up? Peace Headphones
0: out. are on. I'm Not totally. taking them off. We're not having. A, we're not starting yeah, a thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean because I mean because I mean when you're working out you just want to like get in. Get I'm down there to and get up. some business done. Totally. I'm gonna
0: and I get to talk to everybody. Totally. The caveman yeah. mode. And
1: what? that's where you kind of have to choose, right? Fighting
0: like, gravity here. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 But.
0: So perspectives yeah. then that that's every Sunday. Sunday
1: like, from three to six. Three hours. Yeah. Oh,
0: dude, I, I didn't. Know. I didn't know it was that long.
1: It's so long. Because I'm
0: sometimes I'm there at three still.
1: Well, you know, like before the class started, I was like, oh, three hours in my dude. mind. I operate on forty-five minute increments because that's how it is in. And when I teach, right, i right. like gotta, three hours straight. I
0: got to get up and walk around. But there around. is a
1: break. Like we go for like an hour and a half ish. And then there's like a 25 minute break and then okay. another little bit of time, like an hour. Wow. Yeah. So How many people like, are doing that? There's like a like hundred. More than that. More no, than that. Because something.
0: I poked my head out of a door yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize yeah. I was <laughs> I came out of a door that was behind the speaker. Oh, I don't know if man. you saw me do I that. I think I did. I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody's here.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it, it's so cool because it's like people from other churches too. Yeah. And it's like multi generational. Oh, it is, yeah. So it's, it's so cool. Everyone's there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and people just in different life stages, different, just, yeah, just we're all different. And it's cool because like the gospel unites us, you know? And yeah. We're like there to like learn and grow and be omniscient. So it's cool.
0: Yeah. And it, it, it Parks a mirror in front of you in a lot of ways. Right. And it says, hey, where are you at with yeah, this? Yeah. What, what mission know. are you on?
1: It's just so challenging.
0: Whose kingdom are you building? Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, that's what I'm learning about myself is I love comfort, but I need to, like, not love comfort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, I think I need to just not focus so much on it, you know? Cause if I'm so busy, like being on mission, doing God's work, like God cares for our needs regardless, you know, yeah, yeah. like no matter what, whatever situation, like He will care for us. Yeah, you know, so it's not like up to me to control that. Yeah.
0: Oh, we try though. Yeah, we try. We try.
1: And yeah, yeah. So what do you think is next? <laughs> What's next? What is
0: next? Are you gonna keep mm. keep the teaching job going? Yeah, I think okay. I will. I okay. love
1: it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, be an MC leader hopefully. Practicing MC. Yeah, this coming later this coming year. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll see. Here's Definitely. a question:
0: Have have you ever kicked around the idea of like serving in a high school or middle school ministry?
1: Yeah, you know, I thought about it. Actually, I I visited AMP once.
0: I know. I know. Oh yeah, were
1: you there? We we'll visited high school. I visited why, high school. That's why I'm asking. Oh uh, yeah. 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 How's the, it going right now?
0: It's so good. Oh yeah. It's so good. We uh we just went to a winter camp.
1: Yeah.
0: And up in Tahoe for
1: That's so
0: fun. four days. Yeah. There's no snow. We had to like uh. look really hard to find any, but it, it uh. it's it's amazing. Like I there were several times when I was just stunned. Mm-hmm. At um Well, I well, I'm not in every group like mm-hmm. the girls mm-hmm. do their thing. Everyone's right. by grade and gender and all that, but Yeah. So I have the junior guys.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: and just their their like willingness to just really like share all their stuff mm. to really like they genuinely want to be discipled and I want to mm. grow and I want to understand myself and to do asking like such like
1: That's awesome. Varsity level
0: like yeah, questions so about the, and They're
1: like 17, 16. Oh my gosh.
0: There's when I know. was when I was that age, <sighs> I know. mean People who have heard this have heard my story, but I th- I thought God wasn't real. Mm-hmm. If Jesus was real, he's a crazy guy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is baloney. Mm-hmm. Don't read the Bible. Burn that thing. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, yeah. You're wasting heat. Like,
1: right.
0: But I was so proud. So proud yeah. of him. Yeah. Oh, that's we got, we got some new guys coming in. My, my guys are, I challenged them to start inviting people. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so
1: you do both middle and high school? I don't do middle. Oh, you don't do middle? Yeah,
0: because middle school meets on Sundays. Oh,
1: middle is... Yvonne does middle. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I do the grade school on Sundays.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. And
0: then I, I show up to high school stuff for fun. They don't pay me for that.
1: Okay, nice. No,
0: I pay dearly for that.
1: <laughs> do you like high school better than the other ones? Better than long, or grade school it, You
0: know, they're so different.
1: They are different. Yeah. And I
0: was just talking about this actually to the grade school kids on sunday yeah is that it's this crazy thing because they we have them for first through fifth grade mm-hmm. and we we get to see them just start to like 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 a like a seed just opening up mm-hmm. and you see something start to sprout and you're like mm-hmm. you launch it you know yeah. and then they go away for three years and i don't have much interaction with them in middle school yeah. just here and there you see them around right. and then all of a sudden they're in ninth grade Yeah. and then I get to see them again. And mm-hmm. it, it's, it's like they, uh, some of them are completely different humans. Mm. Other ones you're like, that's exactly who I thought you were <laughs> going to be so funny. in every way. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's fun to see the, the ministries are so different. Right. The conversations are different. Yeah. The teaching, I mean, similar passages, but the application is different. It yeah. just is so, it's cool to, to do one remembering the other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then to do the younger one thinking of what could be later like yeah, having that long yeah, range view of discipleship is mm-hmm, really valuable mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so That's it makes cool. me more intentional with what i do with the younger ones
1: yeah cuz sure. i can
0: see like you don't you don't understand this yet right remember it
1: mm-hmm. cuz plant the little cuz
0: when you're there you're going to finally have a place to put this building right. block that i've handed you you know totally it's pretty cool yeah yeah, Nice. but, but there's awesome. there's a whole pile of girls, man. Mm. That that freshman sophomore class. Yeah, there's tons of them. Okay, so
1: yeah, just throwing just throwing it out there. Oh, yeah, just throwing it out. I mean, I I yeah, I love the youth. That's how I became a teacher, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's true, though. Gosh, yeah. if you're, <laughs> you're spending all week with kids and you know well, another evening. different.
1: I think when because I do like sixth grade, you know, yeah. it's different from them to like high school.
0: How much freedom do you have in in the context of public school to like talk about faith or uh, like like where, where can you go with that? None. You
1: have
0: to be really careful.
1: Well, in California at least, and we live in the Bay Area, it's yeah. so hard. You have to be so careful. Right. Like the kids like there is a difference between asking about religion versus asking about or asking your religion yeah exactly but my kids have asked me like like i tell them like oh i go to church on sunday you know yeah and they'll be like oh are you christian and i'll be like yeah i am you know um but i think it's hard because i've heard stories you know parents getting upset yeah that you're that you talk about
0: god you're proselytizing yeah
1: yeah yeah. Yeah, exactly well you know i i did my master's uh project on religion in the public school system oh Gosh. And so we interviewed teachers, okay. uh, Christian teachers, some like other religions too, but mostly Christian. Um, and a lot of them said that um, they didn't necessarily feel deeply discriminated against, um, but they didn't feel like they could be like missional necessarily. Right. Um. But it was like kind of somewhere in the middle. Like they just felt like, yeah, like I can kind of be who I am, but I could never tell another kid that this is one hundred percent the truth. Yeah, you know,
0: it kind of makes sense. Yeah, really, if yeah. you think about it. it yeah. In, in some ways.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm it's, like, it's in my hard... mind, it's like kind of black and white. It's like, oh my gosh, Jesus tells me go and make disciples. Oh, I have all these little thirty-something kids in my classroom every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? But it's hard, and I mean, the kids talk about their religion too. A lot of them are like uh hindu right because i have mostly like indian kids um and they like talk about going to their religious gatherings and yeah whatnot. and the Ramadan's so, probably a big you know day. i've considered like having like uh, a lunch time where i just stay in my classroom and then the kids can come in and ask me about god and all that stuff ama but, session yeah like i'm like ah oh, i wonder if i could even do that but my principal is Christian, so eh. I'm like, can I get in trouble? <laughs> Inside edge. Yeah. But I don't Maybe. know. Yeah, yeah, that's tricky. You know,
0: what? at at a minimum, because what I, what, so what I think of is, uh, there's a, do you know the, um, her name's, oh, I shouldn't even say her name. So this, <laughs> <whew>. <laughs> I just dodged a bullet right there. <laughs> um, so this this gal that we know, she went off uh, mm-hmm. to teach mm-hmm. uh, English, actually, in a, a Middle Eastern country mm-hmm. that's very, very much not into Christianity. Oh, yeah. Um, and the, the way she explained it was that I, like, people assume, they don't even have to say it, they assume if you're, like, an American person that you're mm-hmm. a Christian. Right. So they don't really even have to say, like, I am this or I am mm. that. But mm-hmm. the fact that, okay, it's known that I am of this belief system.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, she says people observe you. Mm. And they observe you consciously, but also they absorb who you are subconsciously. Right. So they see that you're, you know, that people can see the fruits of the spirit, even if they don't understand mm. the God that's producing them. Right? right. So they can see love and joy and peace and patience, gentleness, mm-hmm. goodness, da-da-da-da. Right. And that's going to be different, I mm-hmm. think, yeah, than yeah, yeah. maybe their other teachers For or sure. other people they know. And they're yeah. like, gosh, like this, she's, okay, so she's a Christian and there's all these things that I really like. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whether you know it or not, yeah, like you're, if, if you can just represent mm-hmm. Christ well to these right. kids, that's uh, as strong a testimony right. as I you agree. could ever give. Totally. Standing up and saying, Jesus is God, kids. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that yeah, almost... Yeah, yeah wouldn't work yeah, Totally, <laughs> you know
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and to the parents too yeah because i think like this uh school it's like pretty rigorous so the kids are pretty high performing college and...
0: prep and in uh, sixth yeah, grade yeah. yeah pretty much right. yeah
1: <laughs> and so i know like uh teachers can tend to be a little bit standoffish with parents
0: mm.
1: so i'm like oh yeah. but you know i want to be like yeah exactly i want to represent christ well and yeah. like be kind and you know yeah give
0: them give them a little peek into yeah the the character of god through right. your own exactly right? yeah so true yeah making yeah. disciples exactly that's cool
1: yeah
0: right that's on cool. so I, I have one more question for you yes and then i'll let you like say anything to the world that okay. you have left to say yeah this is my favorite question i ask everybody okay um in in, in all of your travels Oh, I in, that in your probably. three churches and oh, okay. relationships and yes. uh what is it about christ mm. the the gospel itself that that you have found so beautiful as to mm. like commit yourself in the ways you are to to want to know him and grow and be an apprentice and serve and mm. actually like pursue a, a marriage that reflects mm. the the true marriage of the church like what what is it that's Mm -hmm. so good about it that you'd you'd be this crazy way that you are. The rest of the world thinks you're nuts. Yeah. Why are you so nuts?
1: I mean, I mean, the word that just comes to mind is just his kindness. Like Jesus has just been so kind to me. Mm. And I think, I think about the ways that I've sinned against him. Yeah. Like so many times in different ways at different ages, you know, (laughs) and currently, you know, but like, the Bible says, if I confess my sins, he is faithful and just to forgive me. Right. And I think that that's just so crazy, you know, and like mm. no one could ever love me like that. Um, so yeah, just Jesus' kindness towards me, even though I have like rebelled and I don't deserve it. Yeah. Just don't deserve it.
0: Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything else on your mind you want the world to know about?
1: um hi mom just kidding hi, mom. <laughs>
0: right on well katie thank you so much yeah. for spending uh basically two hours now oh my
1: gosh that's crazy chat
0: with me about you your know life. i told
1: matt i was like i'm not gonna say anything interesting it'll probably only be like an hour
0: no you're, you're right on par
1: <sighs> amazing most people get there Okay.
0: No, that was great. Awesome. Oh, thanks so much well, for having me. I, you know what, I, I can't wait to see what is next for you know the two of you. I'm, I'm so glad that you have found like a, uh, at least I uh, I, I don't want you to be comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But, but that. I, I want you to feel free to, mm-hmm. to grow and and to become who you're gonna be and mm-hmm. just to explore like what, what God has left to teach you and all these totally. things. So I, I know that it's gonna be a you know, as good as 2019 was, I'm just hoping you say that every year it just gets better. I I think this is awesome.
1: Cool. Right on. Yay.
0: Let's do a little high five out here. Thank you. Here we go. All right. Got him. (laughs) All right. And thank you friends for listening to this show. Thank you so much, Katie and Matt for hanging out with me tonight. Uh, haven't done uh, an episode in a while and it was great to get back in the saddle. Um, what a cool story. What a great perspective. I just love hearing these stories, and I, I hope it resonated with you uh, as you're listening there. Uh, as a course, again, uh, support the show. Go on to patreon.com, search for The Great Stories Podcast. And you can follow the show on uh, Facebook, again, The Great Stories Podcast, there. And uh, you can find it on uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. It's all over the place. Give it a thumbs up, share it, like it. You know the drill. I uh, just want to keep this thing going. Stay tuned. I got a, a nice string of guests coming up that I think you're going to love this. Uh, thanks so much for listening. See you next time. oh hi you didn't turn your podcaster off and you've discovered something or maybe you're listening on purpose because you actually care what I have to say during these times this is the golden nugget this is the uh, the show after the show when I kind of just talk about whatever happens to be on my mind at any point in time and uh what's what's honestly on my mind today this is I guess this has turned into sort of an audio journal of sorts um, but I don't mind sharing. Things that are real with lots of people. Um, what's been on my mind lately uh, is finding a balance in life. Uh, I don't know if you're if you're anything like me, man. I live in the Bay Area. Uh, it's a fast-paced life. It's an expensive life, and uh, just the the pressures of just existing can sometimes start to weigh on you. <laughs> and I I work for uh, the church. And I work there. I run the children's ministry or the grade school ministry. And I do that. You know, I'm in the church office there uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then, uh, of course, I'm, I'm at church on Sundays. We have three services. And so that's a long day. Uh, but the days that I'm not working at the church, I, I drive the semi truck. And so that's uh, Monday, Friday, and Saturday. And if you have your calendar out inside your imagination, you've seen that every day has something on it. (laughs) And and I'm finding uh, a struggle within myself uh, for energy, for just good sleep, for rest, for recuperation. Um, I I don't have a a Sabbath uh, really scheduled. Uh, I try to take basically every other Monday mostly off. Uh, to just kind of chill out and relax, uh, but even then, you know, if if I'm around here, th- there's uh, there's still errands to run, there's still things to do, and I don't feel super rested a lot of times even then. And uh, so that's kind of what I'm working through right now is trying to figure out this this balance because I know that that uh, you know I I could I could go back to just working full time and not do the church and have weekends again and actually make more money and all that, but. There's a there's a call to ministry that I feel within myself and and I'm totally aware that ministry is not supposed to be comfortable. It's not supposed to be easy. You're going to experience discouragement and resistance and and, you know, you're a target of the enemy. Of course, he's going to use anything he can, including my own calendar, uh, just to discourage my my walk and my calling. And so I'm not under any illusions that it's supposed to be comfortable. Uh, the question is, uh, is am I am I putting myself in this scenario uh, righteously or am I uh, just kind of stubbornly persisting, <laughs> ignoring some warning signs that I need to establish uh, some balance, some margin? And I'm starting to think that's true, uh, but. The specifics of how that looks are always uncertain. You know, you never know like what what needs to get off the plate. What should I be doing next? Uh, I love teaching kids the gospel. I love working in the church and for the church and, and following my calling. Like that's that's a part of who I am. I have to do that. But how can I set up the rest of my life to just to facilitate uh, a Sabbath and some rest? And because I, I want to be able to do the things that I'm called to do long term. You know, nobody, you know, I I don't want to just burn hot and then burn out. (laughs) So, you know, I'm just, I'm sharing this, you know, here uh, just because I I know, you know, the folks listening to me, you, uh, you're probably busy as hell too, right? And you're just going all over the place. You got a thousand things up in the air and we're just not really good at establishing that intentional rest and recuperation and balance and Sabbath and, uh, we're just we suck at that so uh that's this season for me is i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out and just take inventory on myself and figure out where i'm really at and you know what do i need to be doing what am i called to be doing and and what else am i doing in between you know and, and honestly this podcast is a, a an additional thing and I, I run a small group and i show up to all the high school things <laughs> and 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 uh, so it's just, it's just a matter of balancing priorities so we'll see but what I do know is that I'm, I'm going to have a, a good handful of interviews coming up. I haven't done it in a while because I've just been busy. But i got a good lineup coming. I'm so glad Katie came in. That was fun. Uh, so we'll see what's next. But uh, if, you, if you're of the, of the mind to be praying for me over anything, I just pray for wisdom that I would listen to God and take whatever steps faithfully he's got for me uh, with joy, whatever they are, that I'd just be willing to say yes to him. And, and I hope the same for you. I, I've always found that life is better when I learn how to just say yes to Jesus. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. My troubles are not a surprise to him. Neither are yours. Thanks for listening. See
2: ya.